All right, we've got the bots. Now I just need a host. Co-host, I suppose. I guess I am a host. At the moment, I am the host, and I have all the power. And nobody can stop me. Here he comes to wreck the day! Now someone can stop me. <laughs> Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more. So with all that said, let me hand you over to your hosts, the Triumph Hunting Titan Night Demon, the Pink Panted Pansy Peroti, and your Hunter Master Agent, Mr. No One Responds in Real Life! Ah, uh, man, I'm telling you, dude, last night was rough. And then I go to bed at like 4 in the morning, and I'm like, parody, I just walked in, let's do the podcast at 10. And then I woke up at 7, and I'm just like, I'm already up. <laughs> you stepped into a war with time zones, and the time zones have won. No, it wasn't the time zone. You well, wasn't, yeah, I was like, was it even a time zone? Weren't you in, like, Tennessee or something? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there was, there was a time zone. But what happened was, so we're there, and we're all at the gate, and we're supposed to leave at 1030 to be here at 11, right? Or 11-ish, mm-hmm. something like that. It's short yeah. flight. And, um... So the plane journey is affecting the Destiny sandbox because we've left a lot of other weapons behind us in the plane. Yeah, and if you're not going to be here, don't backseat podcast host, all right? (laughs) If you're not going to be here to host Demon, shut your... He could absolutely backseat podcast because, see, (laughs) in, in, in the airplane, we also were delivered Destiny Update 7342. And players can now reacquire the Chivalric Fire Legendary Sword from Collections. Another fix will be implemented in the next update. So the weapon could be pulled from collections, fully masterworked. So you can pull it now, but you still have to masterwork it if that's your thing. Uh, the Stormcaller war- Warlocks. They fixed an issue where the ball lightning melee projectile could fail to spawn when activated immediately after canceling a slide. And they've adjusted the requirements for Riven's Wishes again. Fixed an issue where the exotic armor pieces available from Riven's Wish Awards would show their base stats from collections. So you can actually see the, you know, the stats on the things you're pulling from Riven. And uh, they fixed an issue where the Supernova Sprint Triumph would unlock, I'm sorry, would not unlock for players who completed the Starcross Exotic Mission in less than 20 minutes. Uh, I think it was set to like 15 or something. That was already addressed like last week, wasn't it? Well, now now it's addressed again, and then they're going to readdress it, and they're going to keep addressing it until they get it right. Which could be a while. Yeah. It could be eventually. Or not at all, as we've seen in the past, you know. I keep hitting the mic, dude. Damn it. Stop hitting the mic. So apparently, like, the only the only other, like, Destiny update news from outside the TWAP this week, Destiny 2 team, you know, basically said, earlier this week, we've lowered the requirements for all of Riven's Wishes weekly quests. When the quest originally launched, the tuning was higher than we wanted. The week's changes makes it, makes it easier earning your rewards, and it'll be significantly faster. And I'm going, I mean, 
it wasn't, I mean, at least so far, it hasn't been a big requirement thus far, but maybe it was more. I, I don't know. I what guess they really. Uh, the Destiny 2 team Twitter. Oh, the Twitter. Okay. I'm just that's that's what I said from outside the twab this week. See, I I I, I keyed uh, you up. This is outside the twab. You you okay? Well, I was not conscious for that part. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, 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 you're you're hearing like every sixth word, and some of it's coming in in Swahili. You're, you're you're you may be upright in speaking, but you're definitely not awake. And I get no. it. You're you're. Okay. You're about the state I am when when I roll up at like five a.m. To, to to game with like demon or noble, and when they're midway through the day, going, yeah, I've slept like three hours. Let's go. What are we doing? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, the direction to shoot things. We got this. <laughs> I don't need to be accurate. I just need to fire the gun. <laughs> exactly. I, I just need to not die. Get the banner of war going, and we're all set. That's actually such an American thing to say. I don't need to be accurate. I just need to fire the gun. Hmm. Hundred percent. We are on brand. So if it's not clear by now, uh, our illustrious British night demon is not with us this week. He is, I think, running children from one side of the island to the other. I'm not sure. It's they're all having ha- having a meeting somewhere. It's hard to say. So you're yeah, stuck he with can still punish us while he's not here. Oh, demon is actually on holiday. He says real time update. Ooh, on holiday. I couldn't remember if he had actually taken a holiday. I remember him saying those words to me, but it seemed like a fever dream. Wait, hold I wasn't sure he was allowed to do that. How many times have we been here on our holidays and he's just going to slack off on his holiday while still being here to chat in the chat and telling us what to do? Very rude, man. Very rude. Oh, I mean, I, I've definitely taken holidays and left you left you to, to your your devices. Yeah, but, but I did, I did, however, press record <laughs> on this podcast this morning so we wouldn't get through the whole thing like some other people and realize that they had recorded nothing. <laughs> That wasn't his fault. The recorder just actually no. That one time it was his fault. Never mind. I was trying to defend him, but I I know what you're talking about now. It absolutely was his fault. Well, I, I mean, I would say you were both culpable because you are both here. So I think fault was equally laid at the feet of both of you. Fifty fifty. I don't even know how to start it. I even asked him the other day, "How the hell do you start it?" And he's all like, "I mean, it's not my fault. I didn't know a it wasn't started. B how to start it." Do you not have Google? I avoid Google at all costs. Oh, that's a choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's your choice to listen to the show this week. It is. God save the king. He's firing his gun in the air and screaming. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, Pretty much. Yeah, no, accurate. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so, so before we get into this meaty, meaty twelve full of goodness, the it's only other room. other Destiny news thingy, Bungie help update this week, they, they broke some things. There were some errors earlier in the week. Those have all been re- resolved. The BioWare Club thing wasn't available. Now it's available. Um, but apparently if you played Trials right at launch, it was Vostok for about 45 minutes. And then they switched it to Dead Cliffs, which apparently won the Trials voting this week. So if you load up Trials at launch and said, oh my god, this is Vostok, I don't want to play Vostok. Uh, it was just the first 45 minutes, so enjoy that, I guess. So now that's been corrected because due to a time misalignment. So I'm, I, I'd be curious to, to see sort of like Respawn's maintenance issue, what a time misalignment is. <laughs> Did somebody forget to press the button? Did somebody forget uh, to set the map and hit go? Yeah, probably. What it is, man. I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm not going to be very productive, guys. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm firing half of my cylinders as being generous right now. So He's just, just running around firing weapons into the air and not looking where the bullets are going. 
and screaming, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, man. My eyes are watering like crazy. I can barely even see the screen. I believe that there's a sniper point issue on Vostok. What does that mean, a sniper point issue? I don't know. Well, but even so, in dead it, close, I was like, we should know. Well, we, <laughs> we should probably know lots of things, but apparently, but Dead Cliffs won the voting, so it never should have been Vostok to begin with. Oh, uh, there you go. Okay. That was just another, I mean, I feel like the last couple of weeks, or at least, you know, last handful of weeks, a map has started on trials and then abruptly changed to not the map they started on trials because, whoopsie, time misalignment. Someone didn't press a button somewhere. So yeah, it's apparently dead clips this week for what it's worth. And uh, yeah, people can go there and suffer and get beaten um, and maybe get to the lighthouse. Who knows? I see. It looks like there's like an out-of-map kind of glitch where you can ride the ski lift over by B mm-hmm. and get and get into a good sniping position or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to matter because pretty soon you're not going to have the sniper ammo to fire it based on some of these PvP changes, Ooh, which uh, I'm a big fan of. And I know uh, somebody said not to have somebody on the show, which is why it's just the two of us, but I did want to know what he thinks about it, right? Because I heard a lot of positive feedback in the chat for these PvP changes before I knew what they were, right? So I'm like, yo, what do you think about these? And, of course, Nancy Negative uh, found all kinds of reasons to not be happy about it. So big surprise there. But I'm actually... I, I really like these changes, like a lot, you know, because I'm one of these guys that I I can't even begin to explain to you the seething, unyielding, probably unhealthy hatred I have for sliding shotgunners and sliding snipers. I mean, sliding sniping takes a lot of skill, and I acknowledge that, but I still hate it, right? Um, so the fact that a lot of these PvP changes are happening actually makes little old me significantly happier. Yay! And we'll get into that momentarily. I, I, I jumped in a little bit. I'm sorry. There's changes. I'm sure there's lots of changes. I, I glanced over the changes, but we're going to tell you what all of them are. Mm-hmm. And be like, yep, that's a change. That means something to someone. And they'll probably be very sad about it. We also have the, the Destiny 2 Bioware cl- collaborate, blah, 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 collaboration, collaboration. Is being live. Yeah, sure. we're going to stop. We're going to collaborate. We're going to listen. We're going to have it be buggy at launch. And then we're going to fix it. And then we're going to bring it back. And then we got to explain to people uh, who that is and why it's important. Because some yeah. people have never played that game series yeah, ever. 100%, <laughs> yeah, 100%. They're going to be like, we, we did a collaboration and it's live and now you can look different. But as discussed, you gave me St. 14 things. The yeah. helmet's never coming off. Why Why bother? Uh, there's, you know, We're previewing the, update, uh, the upcoming sandbox changes. Uh, celebrating the Lunar New Year. Trials map voting results are in, which we just mentioned. Uh, Destiny 2 DLT Humble Bundle and the latest player support report and movie art of the week. That's actually so, big news, yeah. too, that you just kind of glanced right over there. And I know you were just like bullet pointing it, but Destiny 2 on Humble Bundle right now is like everything for dirt cheap. So if yeah. there's a DLC that you didn't want to buy because you didn't have enough money, no, you can get like the whole thing for what was it like 15, 20 bucks? What was it? I can't remember. The whole the whole thing is 40. And then 40, it's yeah. and then it's less less depending which update which things you want and it's steam only. Yeah. And I glossed over it because that's, you know, that's the part where they put the bullets at the top and they t- we tell people what we're going to talk about and then we oh. talk about it when we get there. That that oh. that's how this works. So you you read the table of contents and then you read the contents from the table. That's well, why I glossed over read everything the table there. Of contents, you nerd. Yeah, it's only it's only a handful of items that I just did. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, but I mean that is you know if you you know 
if if you don't have the content or are playing on a console and going, I'd like to buy this all on on Steam, you can't beat that price. Because um, it's, it's, I mean, I, it, it, I think it goes from like eight dollars for like if you want like the Forsaken pack or something and something and whatever comes with that to forty dollars for like everything up through Lightfall with the annual pass. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Night Demon says to remind everybody where they can get the free Mass Effect Ghost Ship and Sparrow from. And of course, we're totally not going to explain what Mass Effect is. <laughs> nope, absolutely not. Because absolutely not. You, you can fight like a Krogan or run like a leopard, uh-huh. uh, but you'll be better than Titans <laughs> cosplaying as Commander Shepard and awkwardly dancing in the middle of the tower. Wait, they're Titans also- are Shepard? They would be Shepard. Why do the mm-hmm. Titans keep being the main characters? Well, see, because they're all on the dance floor because the Hunters are busy with calibrations as Garrus Valkyrian, mm-hmm. and the Warlocks can't stop arguing over the best biotic Void build as Dr. Liara Tassoni. And yeah. uh, possible thanks to the dis- you know, and all this is the possible thanks to the Destiny 2 and Bioware collaboration. And they have a pretty video that shows you all the things you could get. Uh-huh. And I'm going to guess, Respawn, if you go to the store, mm-hmm. it will be in the store. You can get the Normandy Crew Bundle at the Eververse in-game. N- not the in-game store, at, just at the Eververse in-game. Mm-hmm. You'll yeah, find these he's as well as the free one, which I'm guessing is probably an Amazon thing, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know what he's saying, where we can get the free ones at. He's I mean, very I, I mean, I assume part of that was, I assume that was an Eververse because they were saying there was the free bundle in Eververse and then the other stuff in Eververse. There's a free bundle? I don't see a free bundle in Eververse. And it's oh, free else. Adam, there it is. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah, the Alliance Requisition, the Alliance Requisitions Bundle. It is free, it is in Eververse, and you just click it and you got it. There yeah, you go. So, so very similar, if you didn't pick up your free Brightness last week, that was in the upper right-hand corner of the first page of Eververse. Upper left-hand corner is your free bundle for uh, all these things that people will understand and if they've played this game. Or if not, you can go, oh, look, free things to add to my collection that I will maybe never look at or use, but will be there if I need them one day. For you Trekkies, uh, Commander Shepard is basically um, uh, Kirk and that he tries to lay pipe with every alien he comes across. And half the game is trying to figure out which one you get to, you know. Romance. Yes, this time through. So, yeah, apparently that, that'll have the Alliance requ- Requisition Bundle at no cost, which is the Enhanced Defense Ghost Shell, the Alliance Scout Frigate Ship, and the Alliance Dropship Sparrow. Mm-hmm. So, if those mean something to you, go get it. It's free. Enjoy yourself. Dude, you were by the Night Demon. Go get them anyway. <laughs> just, just come in, dude. You're already here. God, remind them this. Remind them that. Remind them this. Remind them. You do it. Mr. I'm not going to be there today. If you're not going to be here, then don't be here. We're getting to it. We just started. Yes. My goodness. And to celebrate the collab, they would love to see our strongest builds inspired by Shepard, Garrus, and Liara. So maybe while you're charging with a shotgun and punching everything in sight, or staying behind and shooting from a vantage point with long-range weapons, or if you prefer to get down to your abilities, that's fine too. You can use the hashtag NormandyCrew, and they'll reward you reward the favorite ones with a very special emblem called Felis Galaxius. You only have until the next twit. I assume put those on Instagram or Twitter because they don't tell you where to use the hashtag, but... Well, what the hell's a twit? Maybe you just maybe you just scream Normandy Crew into the ether, and, and then they'll just hear you. So, yeah. All right, so, so hold on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I don't know if you're watching the stream. The, the Sparrow, its um, boost has a Yo. mirrored effect. Like, meaning, you, meaning, meaning, 
paint, paint a picture for the people listening to this in audio. Okay. So, you, like, you okay. so you know how the back of the store has the booster and it's like fire or colors or, you know, sparkles, depending on what the hell you get. This one looks like fire, but when you turn the sparrow, you can see the reflection of your sparrow in your flame. It's got a mirrored effect oh. to the booster of the sparrow. Well, that's that's kind of cool. I don't think that's ever happened before. That is pretty. It's not the micro mini sparrow, but it is pretty. I'll give it that. Yeah. Well, the sparrow's ugly, but the booster's cool. Can I put the booster on something else? I don't like that. The ship ain't too bad. Oh, the ship has the same uh, effect on its boosters. Okay, that is really cool, though. And I do like this ship. The ship is also actually very cool. Let's see how it looks in all black. That's not all black. How does it look as Highlander? Can you make the entire ship plaid? You absolutely can. Green plaid, the whole thing. If you you can't cover it in flannel, (laughs) what are we even doing here? Uh, No, you can. It's the green flannel, not the brown flannel. Green flannel, not the brown flannel effect. All flannels, beautiful respawn. I didn't say it wasn't. I was just letting you know what color. Let, ooh, that looks good, though. Look at that black and white with the blue flames. Ooh, that's kind of pretty. But it's not a dragon. So, you know, they lose points for that. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, there you go, guys. There's the ships uh, with its effect. And it's got four boosters like the Sparrow. And those boosters have that same kind of mirroring effect to them. Yeah, it's really cool. That is actually very cool. The ghost shell is kind of meh. It looks like a woman. Look at this. Tell me this doesn't look like a woman with like her hair down. You see that? And the hair coming across her shoulders right here? That that looks like a legit female head with a Cyclops eyeball. <laughs> and it looks familiar. Pr- people are probably yelling at me saying who this is representative of in Mass Effect, but I don't. I played it once years ago, so I don't know all the characters by heart. It's meant to look like the character Eddie. Ah, yeah, see, I figured. I knew it looked like somebody, yeah. The AI. I'm not drunk, dude. I'm tired. Shut up. He's drunk on the power of sleeplessness. Right. But oh, anyway. And, and now we have things that are going to make people very happy and very sad. But first, we're going to tell you what happened, not this week in Destiny, but what's going to happen next week in Destiny. What? And you will hear the magical voices of Night Demon. Right now. This is your weekly rundown of Season 23, Week 13, Season of the Wish. The Dreaming City this week is at a strong curse level, which means Petra Venture can be found in Rhea Sylvia and has the Dark Monastery mission for the next week. The Blind World features Taken enemies and the Plague Iron Amina. The Ascendant Challenge this week will be the Keep of Honed Edges, which can be located over in the Harbinger Seclude. On the Moon, the weekly story mission is in the Deep. The Trove Guardian is located in the Hellmouth, while the Wandering Nightmare is the Nightmare of Hawkis in the Anchor of Light. Nightmare hunts Scolas, Pride, Fanatic, Insanity, and Omnigal Anguish. On Europa this week, Paraxis the Technocrat will be the Empire Hunt, Cadmus Ridge will be the Eclipse Zone, and the Exo Challenge will be Safeguard. Dares of Eternity Legendary rounds are Hive, Vex, and Valister Arc. The Scatterhorn armor set and the Pathfind armor set will be available in Dares of Eternity with weapon set 4. Fractithis, Chrysura Milo, Volpicula, Wolftone Draw, Iotona Draconis, Canis Major, Contingency Plan, Legal Action 2, Outrageous Fortune, Still Syllabus C14, and Spoiler Alert. The Witch Queen Weekly Story Mission is the Communion, Order of Reflections Catalyst, and Order of Reflections Insight. The Lightfall Weekly Mission is Downfall, the Partition Mission will be Hard Reset, and the Vex Incursion this week will be Liming Harbor. The Crota's End Raid Challenge this week is the third encounter, EU, the Destinger, called Equal Vessels. 
The Root of Nightmares raid challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Nazareth, called All Hands. The Vow the Disciple challenge this week is the first encounter, Acquisition, called Swift Destruction. The Vault of Glass challenge this week is the first encounter, Confluxes, called Wait For It. The Deepstone Crypt challenge this week is the third encounter, Tanix Part 1, called Of All Trades. The Garden of Salvation challenge this week is the third encounter, Consecrated Mine, called Staying Alive. And the Last Wish challenge this week is the fifth encounter, Riven, called Strength of Memory. Your Pinnacle Raid will be King's Fall over in the Legends tab, which means all challenges will be available for each encounter, with the exotic scout rifle Touch of Malice being farmable from the final boss. The Pinnacle Dungeon will be the Grasp of Avarice over on the Cosmodrome, and our exotic mission rotator will be Operation Ceres Shield, with the Revision Zero exotic pulse rifle being the main reward. The Season of the Ceres weapon set, and Icalus weapon set, with the Warman's Avatar armor set. We have now had all 66 challenges over the first 10 weeks of the season. So, as a reminder, if you complete 63 out of the 66, you can get a large pile of bright dust to spend at the Eververse store in-game. Lost Sectors use their Gilded Precept on Neptune for exotic chests. Wednesday, Scavengers Den on the EDZ for exotic helmets. Thursday, Skydot 4 on the EDZ for exotic boots. Friday, The Quarry on the EDZ for exotic gauntlets. Saturday, Fillion's Rest on the Dreaming City for exotic chests. Sunday, Bay of Drowned Wishes on the Dreaming City for exotic helmets. And Monday, Chamber of Starlight on the Dreaming City for exotic boots. Also, this week's weapon rotation will start on set 1 on Tuesday's reset. Our 13th featured Nightfall of the season will see us face off against all Nathal Light Cleanser in the Science Battlegrounds Cosmodrome, with the Warden's Law Hand Cannon being the featured weapon. The 6v6 Control node will feature Sparrow Control, Rift in the Party Relentless playlist, Elimination in the 3v3 playlist, Relic in Crucible Labs, and Trials of Osiris at the weekend. Plus, this week we'll see the return of bonus Gambit, Vanguard, and Crucible ranks all week long. Also, don't forget to collect and complete your armor synth bounties from Ada 1 before the refresh on March 5th. And continuing this week, we still have Moments of Triumph 2023 and Riven's Wishes. And that's it for the 13th week of Season of the Wish. And there it is. Now you know what's coming up before we get into our ability sandbox. See, see how fun that is? You can drop things in. You will hear Night Demon's magical tones right here on this show, even though he decided to be a chat only version of himself this week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But then we have an ability sandbox to get into. And oh boy, do we have an ability sandbox to get into. Bungie warned us about this going, we're going to drop all the things on you and we're going to make you feel all the big feelings. Maybe they're good. Maybe they're bad. Maybe they're just there, but they are going to be all the feelings. <laughs> right. Oh, all right. Well, so go, you know, get comfortable, refresh your beverages. Uh, this, the, there's, the, hmm, there's a lot. There's a good. Let's talk about Sandbox, let's talk about Sandbox, let's talk about all the changes in the Sandbox, you and me. Let's talk about Sandbox, that don't rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a quick rundown, and, and don't worry, I'm going to mention more about all of these things in a minute. But this is just a preview of the things we're going to mention. Uh, we have a reduction in uptime for the Threaded Spectre. A few changes to Threadlings, making them easier to deal with in the Crucible. A fix for the Restoration Timer Extension issue, with a few corresponding changes to relevant Solar Fragments. And a small number of builds that we're pulling forward from our Balance Pass in the final shape. Interesting. I'm sorry, a, a, few, a small number of Ability buffs that we're pulling forward from our Balance Pass in the final shape. Not builds, I'm buffs. I'm hoping Threadlings is one of those difference. Because in PvP, that, that Weekend Iron Banner, I ran the whole just spawn Threadlings no matter what I do build. Mm -hmm. And they weren't pursuing, they weren't chasing. And I had the I had the advanced uh, thing on where it would give them extra range and extra tracking, right? 
Um, and even then, they're just like spinning in circles, not knowing where to go. It's like, you know, these things might be, you know, bad to some people, but they are just not behaving for me. And I don't know what's going on, man. And even then, when I'd get like shotgunned by uh, a Titan and he would run into my uh, duplicate that would spawn the Threadlings, they would all hit him and he would just walk away with like half his health left. I'm like, dude, seriously? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the Threadling will not end. I played a bunch of Trials last week. Just because I could on the warlock, and uh, the child, the child of the old gods, much more obedient than the thr- than the threadlings were. The yeah. threadlings would would act all big and bad, but their bark was far worse than their bite. Yeah, we're gonna get you, but we're not actually gonna do anything. <laughs> we're gonna think about it. So, so yeah. Destiny, you know, Bungie has a lot of big thoughts about all of these things that we could go and tell you about their deep, deep, you know, insecurities about all these builds and why they're making these changes. But really, at the end of the day. What do you want to know? You want to know that the ensnaring slam for your threat inspector, they've reduced the class ability regeneration penalty duration by 50. That's five zero percent in PVE activities. And and the threaded specter now applies the same class ability regeneration penalty when using, when used by ensnaring slam, when the player creates the threaded specter and increase the threaded specter detonation damage by 25% versus PVE combatants. Uh, oh, respawn! Tell me what. Tell me what that means. All right. Who's, so who, who's the threat detector—that's that's the hunter thing where we dodge and it leaves like a version of us behind. That, um, and it's good because it it sets off a radar ping. So you think it's me, like when you turn a corner or whatever, and then if you get too close, it detonates, which does some AOE damage. But it also releases a bunch of threadlings that chase you down and do extra AOE AOE damage. In theory, um, hasn't really worked for me, but yeah, that's how it's supposed to to behave. Um, but yeah, so what was the fifty percent thing? I heard the increased damage in PVE by fifty percent, which is good. But what what was fifty percent? So so that's on your ensnaring slam. The, they reduced the class generation, uh, okay. the class ability regeneration pe- penalty by fifty percent. So your class regeneration should go fifty percent quicker in PVE. Yeah, 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 for the ensnaring slam. That's good. That's very good because I like to spam the hell out of that in PVE. But these aren't the PvP changes, though. I thought the whole thing was. These are class abilities. Oh, okay. You can, okay, you okay. can use your class ability wherever you want. That's fair. PVE, PVE, PVM, PVEVP. Uh, we also have Threadling changes. And again, lots of big thoughts about it. But really, the Threadlings, they've increased the aim assist. I, I love Bungie. You give us numbers when we don't want them, and then you don't give us the numbers where we want them. Are you reading so, from the twelve? I certainly am. What, what part? Because here's uh, the quick rundown. Oh, is that what you started the one, with the quick rundown? Yeah, I, I, I'm just skipping the first like two paragraphs of them being like, okay. well, we thought this was too much, but then we didn't like this one, but now we're going to do this. Because honestly, uh-huh. the people don't care why. They just want to know, what are you doing to my beloved abilities? Right. How are, how are you making me more or less sad, depending? Uh, so well, let me let me take over because if I don't read something, I'm going to pass out. So sure, you you can you can tell us all about the the aim assist shape size going down from meters to different meters. Oh yeah, no meters to different meters. Um, <laughs> so a quick rundown on update three, set. Jesus Christ! The, oh my God! Okay, a quick rundown update seven point three point five will bring the following. A reduction in uptime for the threat inspector. So that sucks. That means it'll be active for less time, which is unfortunate. 
a few changes to the threadlings to make them easier. Wait, didn't you read yeah, that? Yeah. Yes. So, so scroll down. Uh-huh. You'll, you'll, you'll see a little headline for Threaded Specter. Scroll down. Uh, there it is. Okay. And you'll see yeah. threadlings. Threadlings. And then they'll okay. tell you exactly all about the Amos's shape size. Okay. Okay. There we go. All right. Uh, so threadlings increase the Amos's shape size from uh, 0.41 meters to 0.5 meters. Basically, it makes the aim assist more effective against them. Oh, so you can shoot them easier. I don't want that. Make them easier to shoot. No, no, take that away. No, I want them to, to, to seek and destroy. Don't kill my little babies. Uh, reduce space damage versus enemy players from 40 to 35. They made it even worse in PvP. Golly. Mm-hmm. Uh, damage with threat of evolution equipped reduced versus enemy players from 45 to 38.5. Come on. Fix an issue where groups of threadlings were not reliably chained detonating when one was destroyed. Fix an issue where threadlings sometimes did not play their non-damaging destruction performance when destroyed by enemy fire, resulting in them appearing to blip out of existence. Okay. Stop trying to look out. It looks too far down. Need a pillow. No, shut up, Noble. Um, we realize that these changes are not localized to the thread runner and will also affect Broodweaver potency in the Crucible. To compensate for this, we're pulling some other buffs toward. Sorry, we're pulling some other buffs forward that were originally planned to ship in the final shape to keep the power of their overall kit in roughly the same place with update seven point three point five. We will be increasing Arcane Needle's aim assist and tracking strength, making it significantly more consistent against close to mid-range, fast-moving targets. Arcane Needle, that's the... Um, that's the Warlock Super, and thank God, because that thing is just like... Are you sure? The- what's, what's the Titan one where you fly up in the air and you shoot needles down until you hit the ground? What's that one? Um, yes. <laughs> I thought that was Arcane Needle, but okay, sure. Warlocks. Somebody's okay. Arcane Needle. There you go. Um, what, uh, fudge. I just use them. I don't know what the what the things are called. Yeah, no fair. <laughs> 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 yeah, I can't fault you for that even a little bit. All right. Uh, oh, okay, needle. Yeah, no, right. Where was I? Okay, increased aim assist angle. So the size of the cone that the aim assist system uses to bend the projectile's initial detection direction. Sorry. By about 50%. That's a big increase. Increased aim assist fall off distance. The distance at which aim assist begins to decay from 30 to 45. So hold on. They've nerfed all the threadlings, but they've made Arcane Needle a world destroyer. What the hell, man? Okay. So I was partially incorrect. Flechette Storm is a Titan ability when you slide, jump up the air, and then throw strandy bits at people. Arcane Needle is the Warlock's melee ability. Uh, That's yeah. when you just stand there and throw a single, you know, a single strand needle at people. Oh, that ain't too bad. I thought if it, if I was describing their super, I was going to be like, good Lord, that I is mean, crazy. I mean, I, I'm hoping that super gets some help too, but I can, yeah, I can see with these numbers, I'm going that, that must've been not the super. Cause that's a lot of, that's a lot of numbers. <laughs> that's a lot of buffs. Yeah. It also increased the tracking angular velocity which is how quickly the projectile can bend towards its target by about 5%. You know, I'm loving how they're putting all this in parentheses so that we can put it Barney-style for both ourselves and everybody else. 
Because they're, 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 they're calling it angular velocity and then explaining what the hell that means when they didn't used to do that. So that's, that's a good change. Whoever's writing this up, good job. Makes yes. it easier for us. Yeah, thank you um, for under, helping us understand what what the cone <laughs> means. Right. Just, just just tell me what I can experience in the game. I, I'm glad I'm glad you tweaked a number in a, in a file somewhere, but why do I care? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, was that uh, increase the length of the projectile's tracking shape? So this is the shape in front of the projectile that it uses to find its targets. Okay, so they've made it even longer, which I guess increases the range of its auto-detect, is what it sounds like. Um, fixed an issue where uncharged melees, while Arcane Needle is equipped, resulted in the player appearing to freeze in a melee pose? <laughs> uh, did, did no one respawn just admit he isn't smart? Bro, that shouldn't be news to anyone at this point. Some of y'all have been watching this for years. I have never claimed to be of any kind of intelligence. Or maybe I did. I don't know, but I was lying. Um, we also have changes to restoration and radiant. And you know what? It's not It's not that I'm upset at the the strand changes. It's that they already weren't great, at least in my experience. Because I used... I used the the strand build for like three weeks straight for Crucible and then Trials. I'm not Crucible, sorry. For uh, Iron Banner and then Trials. And then we did PvP the next week for something stupid. I can't remember. So like three weeks straight, I used the strand build, right? And it was fun when it worked. But it didn't work all that often for it to be really a threat in PvP, in my opinion. So the fact that they're nerfing something which already wasn't really doing a great job you know, is upsetting to me. But then again, you guys might have had a different experience. Maybe somebody else out there is just getting completely shrecked by these things. Maybe somebody knows how to use them better than I do. All those things are probably true. But I just didn't, I don't see the point in nerfing something that, to me, already wasn't working very well. So, just saying, you know. Um, no, hunters are not the smart ones. We are the sneaky ones. The warlocks are the smart ones, buddy. Right? Um, we we are there for subversion and spying, not intelligence. We give intelligence. It doesn't necessarily mean we have it. <laughs> um, restoration and radiant changes. Okay, we fixed an issue where the maximum duration of restoration and radiant buffs was being incorrectly stored. Okay, hmm. this resulted in their buff timers resetting to their initial duration instead of their maximum. When the buff was reapplied. Oh, so it wasn't stacking like it should have. It just kept refreshing it. That, that might it. explain some things. Yep. Uh, this also resolves similar issues with shorter restoration sources like sunspots with the soul invictus aspect. That sounds like a Titan thing. There is. Uh, alongside these changes, we'll also be adjusting both the Ember of Imperium and the Ember of Mercy fragments. And I will tell you exactly what those are. In about three seconds, because I'm totally prepared for this, and I'm absolutely not looking them up right now as we speak. Uh, what will oh. they do? Uh, the Imperium and what? And Mercy. Imperium and Mercy. Okay. So Imperium, the solo weapon or ability final blows extend the duration of restoration and radiant effects applied to you. Okay. So 
what the Ember of Empyrean is doing is, uh, what they're going to do is they've increased the maximum duration extension from 12 to 15 seconds. That's cool. And they've also reworked the duration extension granted with each solar defeat. Previously, it was always granted a four-second duration extension, regardless of the type of target defeated. However, now the duration extension varies based on the strength of the defeated target. Defeating an elite or weaker combatant will result in less time added, less time added than in the game currently. But defeating champions or stronger combatants results in a greater extension. These are probably a difference of like a second or two, but they just don't want to tell us what they are. And the Ember of Mercy is when you revive an ally, you and other nearby allies gain restoration. And picking up a Fire Sprite grants restoration, which is a big thing in the build that I current... Nope, it's not in my build. I need to put that back in my build. Um, so, what they're doing with that is it extends your current restoration duration by two seconds. And when a Fire Sprite... Sprite is collected if you don't already have restoration active collecting a fire sprite grants restoration with a two second duration this restoration extension increased to three seconds while ember of solace is equipped so those are those changes so i wonder why i don't have that on i used to have that on why did i change that up i'm gonna have to investigate that later um yeah, okay. and, to an- and to answer your question, Soul Invictus is a Titan Solar aspect, where your Solar Ability final blows, your ha- Hammer of Soul impacts, and defeating Scorched targets creates Sunspots, your abilities regen faster in the Sunspot, and your Super drains more slowly, while you luxuriate in the glorious Sunspot. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go, then. They also apply uh, Restoration, so more Restoration, yeah. always good. So, I have Ember of Empyrean, which... Uh, extends my restoration effects but i have nothing that actually grants me restoration <laughs> well you should look into that i should look it's into that wonderful um solar ability buffs uh let's stick with solar for a bit in combination with the arcane needle improvements detailed above we have a small number of solar ability buffs that were originally slated for our balance update coming with the final shape we now feel confident enough to move those buffs up to this release in conjunction with the solar aligned seasonal artifact. Well, June, <laughs> you think? Do you now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, how much longer do we have left of the season? And they're doing this now? Uh, we have until June. Okay, I, I retract my statement. <laughs> <laughs> until still, until final shape launching. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, basically, we have another season ahead of us. Yeah, this this is basically you know where we where we would be getting a new season, where this because Final Shape was meant to come out in February, so uh, this this is our new bonus extended season. So we're now getting all of the changes we would have normally seen. So they're like, we think we think this will be good. And I'm just wondering, or is it going to be game breaking? We'll find out. Yeah, a little bit of both. Who knows? Dun, 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 dun. Um. Okay, so we have. For our sun breakers, we're improving the consistency of consecration. That sounds important. Making it better able to catch floating targets or enemies that jump too late. We're also increasing the travel distance of both scorch wave and ignition wave and further increasing the ignition waves travel speed, both with and without pyro gale gauntlets exotic armor equipped. 
I thought the Titans had the fire wave. What what fire yeah. wave do warlocks have? This is this is Titans we're talking about. Oh, is it? Because because the consecration is the is oh, Shipbreaker is a Titan. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah consecration is I'm going to slide and come down with my big flaming hammers, like yeah. Flesh at Storm was. I'm going to slide and throw needles at you. So yeah, yeah, we're talking about the, the Titans sliding and coming down with the big hammers, and the Pyro Gales are the I want to take my big burning mall into a burning um, tornado of death. <laughs> Can't so that one. So I'm very excited to hear what they're gonna what they're gonna do for us. All right, well, I can tell you, uh, with Consecration, they're, they've increased the travel distance of the initial ground. Love it. Follow. The ground follow. Uh, hold mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. Did I have a Increase the travel distance of the initial ground follow. A projectile that travels along the surface like a thermite grenade wave or the cold snap grenade seeker from 18 to 20 meters. That's fun. That's fun. I got to say, whenever I am forced to play Titan, this build that we're discussing right now with, with the, the solar wave... Is by far my favorite Titan build. Just it just sustains so much damage for no reason. It's like super level amounts of damage without having to use a super, and you get it back almost immediately. It's it's absolutely disgusting in PVE for Titans. Um, and they've also increased the height of the slam ground to follow detonation by about a meter. Jesus. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. increase the Love travel it. distance of the slam ground from 16 to 20 meters. Wow. Perfect. And they increase the travel speed of the slam, to, uh, including the Pyroglade Gauntlet's enhanced version, from 16 to 24 meters per second. Woo! So people can no longer see the fire coming toward them and run away and be able to jump high enough to escape it. Oh, they're the engulfing just flames will engulf them. <laughs> Love no. it. No, no, that, that, I mean, the one, the, this is the one build I really enjoy on Titans, and if I'm ever forced to play, this is going to be fun. Um, we've also heard some consistent feedback about Gunpowder Gamble's self-damage resulting in untimely misadventures, you think? <laughs> so we're reducing it to make the gamble slightly less risky. Gunpowder Gamble, reduce the maximum self-damage from 144 to 80. You know, I'm glad they did that, because my nuke... Uh, <laughs> knife build where you throw a proximity knife and then everybody in the room dies. I cannot tell you how many times that killed me before they reduced the damage. Because, like, when you, you kill were included an enemy, in everybody. Yeah, no, yeah, no. The room <laughs> is cleared, including you, right? The explosions were so big and they did so much damage, but you had to, like, throw it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, don't be anywhere near it. And when I was giving that build to people, I was like, dude, this is crazy good. But Use be aware, you know, the frozen <laughs> clan already has issues with explosives, and this exemplifies that and and expands upon it. Okay, you're absolutely going to kill yourself, so don't use it in any activity where revives are, you know, stingy. Okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that's good. So, so hunter suicide prevention is what this should have been titled. No, not even prevention. It's it's reduction. <laughs> you can still <laughs> absolutely kill yourself by taking 80 damage, believe me. But a lot of us don't have that much health to begin with. Right? Um <laughs> but it's just gonna be less common is is the gist that I'm picking up here. Uh but yeah, there you yeah. go. So uh you can continue with the weapon sandbox. <laughs> oh, we have we have Chris Pro- Proctor here with the weapons team telling us what's planned for uh update seven three five. And a little tease of what's coming later. So let's see. 
each release, uh, making changes to weapon archetypes, exotic weapons, perks, and more, blah, blah, blah. Making some small adjustments to PvP tuning, the bulk of the PvP changes. The bulk of the PvP changes are PvP-specific. I, I would hope that would be the case, yes. In the Crucible Sandbox, hefty PvE changes, the rocket launchers, drum grenade launchers, and caster swords, and a set of weapon perk changes, mostly buffs. We like buffs. I'm going to be a respawn this week and just have to cough every six seconds. Wow, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, buddy. What? <laughs> Listen, you're known for a couple of things. That's one of them, along with shrimps and grits. And <laughs> no, no, I don't need the shrimp. The grits and eggs. Grits and eggs, my mistake. Grits and eggs, yes. Uh, all right, we- weapon archetypes. Aren't you glad you guys are listening to the show live? This is the, no. the, hot, the hot mess you get with, with Night Demon not being here. The two of us trying to muddle through lots of words. <laughs> and he dipped out of the chat too, it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll be it'll be a treat for him when he gets to edit all of this. Right. It'll be a four minute show. He'll just be like, This was nonsense. No. Beam. So what like, weapon archetypes? They've created the new heavy burst hand cannon, the subfamily for the that was basically the warden's law at this point. Um they inadvertently included some content that made it harder to control while playing I'm sorry, the content that made them harder to control while playing with a mouse and keyboard. So I've been using the Warden's Law on a mouse and keyboard. Good news, I guess. They've corrected an issue causing the Heavy Burst hand cannons to have a 25% less aim assist than any other hand cannon while hip-firing or airborne. Only on mouse and keyboard. So if you've been running around with a Warden's Law on mouse and keyboard going, this thing is terrible, I can't hit anything, uh, you're right, you couldn't. And hopefully after this update, now you will be able to. Well, I mean, let's not go that far. I'm just saying there's a chance. Uh, bows bows are hard to counter in, in PvP. Yeah. Especially when you get a team of people who just sit, sit back with bows and they just turn you into a shish kebab all game. They've always been strong. They've made some, they recently made them easier to use by making their full-drawn projectiles hit scan at longer distances, which makes them much more reliable at range. We're keeping that change, but we're adjusting some aim assist to, requ- to require a little more skill to use them at, at extended ranges. So for bows, they're reducing the auto-aim fall-off distance start and end by 15%, which basically means your aim assist will be less effective at long range, and the maximum auto-aim cone size by 5%. So they've redu- or they're reducing that 5%. So again, a little harder to use from further away. Ooh. We shipped Breakneck with one fewer perk than intended in the right column. What? So auto-rifles. Adding the missing 12th perk to Breakneck's second trait column. You know what the 12th perk is? No. You know what it is? No. Target lock. <laughs> so they're bringing I mean... target lock to our beautiful Breakneck to give people a single solitary reason to continue going into Gambit to earn more Breaknecks, which they already have with good rolls. Wait, now this isn't retroactive? Better Come rolls. on, man! Go there, earn your breaknecks, love your breaknecks. That's ridiculous. That's, now I gotta go back in. That's very silly to, to have not included it, but that, that almost that almost feels like a we left it off intentionally to give you a reason to go into Gambit. I mean, it kind of no. does. That's that's kind of scummy. Not, they didn't make it retroactive, though. I mean, they ne- I won't say never have, but I mean, like, they really never have. I mean, because what would they replace? They'd have to replace an existing perk. That's the only time I can think of where they've actually like made a retroactive change to weapons if they took a perk away or swapped it out for something else. If everybody target lock forever. Boom. Done. 
And then they'll nerf target lock, and then we'll wreck before we start. They've it. already nerfed it. <laughs> well, they'll nerf it again. <laughs> so your lightweight scout rifles have always had a following, but they suffer from being unforgiving when missing crits. So they've made a change to that. So increase the base damage by 5% for your lightweight scout rifles. And despite being more popular, I'm sorry, despite being less popular than other special weapons in the PvP, sniper rifles are disappropriately, sniper rifles are disproportionately oppressive to play against, particularly in 3v3. So we're making them slightly yeah. harder to use by nursing their aim assist a little bit. Good. So the auto, the auto aim cone is being reduced by 10% on sniper rifles. I mean, can can we make it like, I don't know, 50%? I like 50. 50 is a good, a good number. I like 50. Let's you, reduce you, it by 50. You could just remove the sniper rifles and the bows entirely from PvP and nobody would be sad. I mean, shotguns too while we're at it. But, nobody would you know. be sad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, the rocket launcher meta has become more set than they'd like, with the adaptive and aggressive subfamilies outperforming the rest. So we're making changes to the precision and high impact subfamilies to give them more more reserve ammo than the others, as well as making some other adjustments to give them unique strengths. So your precision rocket launchers are increasing your reserve ammo by two, and reducing the damage penalty by five percent. Wait, so the, rocket we'll do a more damage. What? Precision rocket, precision rocket launchers will have oh. two more reserve ammo, and they're decreasing the damage penalty from negative, you know, basically ten percent to five percent. So they'll, they'll hit a little harder, and you'll get more rockets. That's good. I like that. Mm -hmm. Your high impact rockets, they're increasing your reserve ammo again by two, and nice. now deals more detonation damage and less impact damage for roughly the same damage total. So it should make them more effective versus groups or when getting splash damage on a target with a near miss. Oh. And the above changes also affect the Deathbringer, the Gallahorn, and Truth. What, hold on, wait, what about, what about uh, Dragon's Breath? What about it? But th 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 this isn't, the Dragon's Breath is not going to be included in the changes? Is, is it a high impact? That's a great question. Um, it is a, it's, it's a composite propellant frame. I don't know, that, that's trait. Where the hell is the yeah. frame at? Where's the frame? I don't know. I actually have no idea what kind of frame it is. I guess not, if it's only high impact. Uh, but I, I also noticed that I only had eight rockets in my reserve earlier, which is what I had before. So it doesn't look like they've increased the reserve for dragon. Uh, None of this has happened yet. This is, these, this is all upcoming changes. Oh. Previewing, oh. previewing these changes for us. This I is what that. will happen, not is happening currently. Uh, true. I was just testing you, man, making sure that you're, you're, you're awake and you're good. Yeah. yeah. Always. Yeah. So so they, they've been touching the heavy grenade launchers multiple times lately. And while they're fairly strong mathematically, it hasn't really moved the needle. So it's time to touch them yet again. So Can your heavy grenade launchers. <laughs> nope, we, we, nope. They are going to touch the heavy grenade launchers with consent. They're going to increase the reserve ammo by a minimum of six rounds and a maximum of 10 rounds, depending on the grenade launcher. So th that's the ammo. Uh, they're reducing the spike grenade's impact damage from 50%. I'm sorry. Reducing the spike... Yeah. Words are hard today. Reduce the spike grenade impact damage buff from 50% to 12.5%. With the below changes, this will reduce the total damage buff by about from the 8% to 3%, making them less mandatory. Mm. Those numbers don't seem to work in my brain, but it's also early and none of us have slept enough. So spike grenade damage, not going to be the go-to for spike grenades for here and forever. Who knows? Maybe. 
uh, they're increasing the direct hit damage by 10%. So basically combining with the above change to the spike grenades, it brings your non-spike grenade grenade launchers almost up to the level of your spike grenade launchers, very slightly reducing the damage output with a spike grenade launcher. Basically, they're making spike grenades not like the single go-to and going, hey, you can use other things. They're almost as good. They're almost as good. <laughs> and they've increased the detonation range by 5%. And in yeah. PvP, this is offset by a reduction of, detona- of detonation damage, so no real change in PvP overall. Mm. Your waveframe heavy grenade launchers have struggled to find an identity. No, they haven't. They're beautiful, and they're fun, and they make me giggle when people stand at them. It makes me giggle when people stand at this. Is that what really happens? Mm-hmm. I, I love it when, when you fire a waveframe and they just stand there going, ha-ha, you missed, and then they burn to death or uh-huh. electrify or toast. It's great fun. So they're increasing the damage by 20% and the wave width by 40%. So for your heavy grenade launcher waveframes, you can make more beautiful waves. Caster swords are the only swords that have a ranged attack for now. And the trade-off of maintaining damage, you know, maintaining distance with damage. So the reduction was more extreme than it needed to be. So they brought back the heavy attack damage up to sort of that with other swords while reducing the heavy attack energy to grant higher uptime on the projectile attacks. So for the caster Um, swords, they've reduced your heavy attack damage, I'm sorry, your heavy attack energy cost from 5 to 4, and increased the damage by 16%. So more damage and less cost to use it. Not a bad thing. Still a caster sword. All right, now some exotic changes. So our Vigilance Wing is already strong in PvP, but it's fairly hard to control how much the 5-round burst kicks. So they made it easier to compensate for. So it now has a deterministic recoil pattern. Ooh. Uh, the Vex Methoclast. Uh, it fires like a high-impact auto rifle, and other high-impact autos have a larger ADS damage falloff scaler, so they've increased the mythos to match. So your ADS falloff scaler is going from one, 1. 1.5 times to 1.7 times. So basically it'll act like a high-impact auto rifle because that's what it is. Ah, who knew? Ah. Wish Ender. That, they they we're, absolutely we're, did this because of Hunters, and you can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> we're going to say the words. Wish Ender's true sight is a big part of its exotic identity. So we wanted to retain that. But in its current form, it's too powerful in PvP. Particularly Ooh. with the Oathkeeper Hunter exotic gauntlets equipped. I knew it! I so, called it! The true sight will now deactivate if you leave ADS or hold it for longer than three seconds. Uh-huh. To reactivate, you must redraw the bow. Yep. You can't so just no sit more there infinite all day. for hunters. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is, dude. Yeah. Can't can't just sit there all day every day hacking through walls. But you had but your fun. You should. You should be able to. Well, I mean, and you still can. So get it, get into trials this weekend and infinite wall hack while you can. Uh, no. No. Wait, what's what's the trial's weapon? Is it worth it? I don't know. Go, huh. go to trial's report and you tell me. Uh, you, you think I have any idea what the trial's anything is week to week? All, all, all I will say is I played last week, and again, I, I did not succeed. I think I got up to four wins before I got into the tier of, no, no, we're going to stomp your faces in. I think <laughs> I ended up with about four different messengers and like six glaives and then a sniper. Like, they were throwing weapons at me. It it's a good way just to earn. I have a soul. So, yeah, so, so I have soul then. Okay. 
Yeah. So well, I'm so they're going to be throwing at you even if you don't go flawless. They're just going to throw the snipers at you, which is not something I need or want. No, okay. not necessarily because I think the flaw. I think the camera one last week was now. I think it was. It might have been the glaive. I can't remember. They they throw they throw weapons at you to go. Hey, you you, you played. Here you go. Have some. Weapon. Is there like a weapon pool that I can look at to see what they would throw at you? Because it shows me what people are using, but not what they're giving you in trials. I mean, I mean Loto Dim and, and Loto Saint 14, whatever his focus weapons are, is your pool. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Yeah. And as we uh, learned, you don't have to have earned the weapon yet to have it thrown at you. It can just be there to be thrown at you. Fair enough. What we're not going to throw at you is the Edge of Actions bubble, which was, wasn't intended to compete with the Ward of Dawn, and with the glaive changes in Season of the <laughs> we hit its health too hard, so there's room to make it a lot more durable in PvE. So they've increased the damage resistance in PvE against all combatants except bosses to 85% and increased the damage resistance against bosses by 15, I'm sorry, to 15%. So 85% more durable so than everybody else. So the most important bosses. one that we would need it for is got the least buff to it. This is the kind of this is the kind of stuff that makes me wonder what they're smoking. It would have made way more sense to make it stronger against bosses. By eighty five percent, and then everybody else by fifteen. You know, unless I don't know what is it like a numbers game. You have more smaller people hitting you, and only one boss hitting you. I don't know, but to yes. me, it seems that's like it should be stronger in a boss fight. But whatever. Well, well, I mean, that's what your bubble bubble is for. This is your baby bubble. This gets you out of damage for a moment, or even a little bit of buff. That's you're not meant to huddle into that one. It's not enough room. This is you. Um, Saint Fourteen. It, it is the sniper. You're right. Yeah, Iosol is what he's focusing. Yep. Yeah. 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 But basically, anything in that loot pool and the summoners coming back is are are things you can either just obtain by playing, or you can earn the engrams to then go dumping for things. Uh-huh. Take to the next man and get things with them, or I just pay for summoners that. and get a bunch of those. Summoner would be a fun gun to have. I don't think I have one. Like at all, you like should. at all, at all. Hold on, let me check. It's good fun. So our Manticore, which is a weapon we probably have all forgotten about at this point, shipped with a unique airborne playstyle, but it has several usability issues that we aim to address, including the need for a reliable way to drop out of the air and prevent accidental, prevent accidentally preventing the anti grav survivability what? in PVE and synergy with other builds that utilize voice shields. That was the SMG that you could jump into the air and just sort of hover there. Oh, that one. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, see, no, no, nobody remembers even what it is because it was very silly. So <laughs> players now must be airborne for half a second and deal damage with the weapon to activate the perk. This prevents the accidental activation while, say, running downstairs or doing small jumps and then just hovering off into the ether. We gave it a special reload to quickly disengage anti-grav thrusters so swapping weapons will continue to, continue to disengage it as well. The Terabo will also receive this special reload animation, which they just note in the middle of this, so they change the reload animation for Terabo and Manticore. While the anti-grav thrusters are engaged, combatants will be less accurate when targeting the player, similar to the always-on-time Sparrow. So you can hover in the air and get the always-on-time Sparrow effect. And uh, with the Catalyst, your final blows and sustained damage with Manticore while airborne will grant a void, overshield, and return ammo to the magazine. That ain't bad. Interesting. I mean, you do have to hover in the air, but you get a shield and more ammo that way, so might not be all bad. Uh, 
while being a sitting duck up there, just <laughs> infinitely floofing. Uh-huh. Uh, your ex Dearest, or, you know, Boomer Knight weapon, uh, they, they increase the impact damage against PvE enemies by 50%. Your detonation damage is unaffected, and the total damage increase works out to be about 20%, depending on what kind of enemy you're targeting. And the maximum rate of fire, they increase by 17%. So, more damage, faster. Nothing not to love there. Right. And now we have some perks. Do you want to read perks, or are you happy hanging out? I can read some perks. All um, right. Tell us about some... Yeah. Uh, keep going, keep yeah, going. Start, keep starts going. with heel clip. There it is, perks. Okay. Heel clip wasn't as valuable to the activating player as we wanted it to be. So we fixed it. Now heel clip grants cure times two to the player while still granting cure times one to nearby allies. Times two is not not uh I'll something to that. overlook because you get what three stacks max, right? And if you just get go words, please fix my brain. If you can get two off the bat just by reloading, that's pretty strong, you know, and that's everywhere, right? So I can like in the middle of combat I kill an enemy, reload, and I, I get restoration like that. That's not how it works, right? Pretty sure. I, I, I have weapons with heel clip on them. Have I used them? Eh. Heel clip. Uh, finish reloading. Yeah. Uh, kill grants you cure, cure 1x for you and your allies presently. Uh, so that's what it does oh, today. Oh, so it's not even hit yet. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, so it's taking that cure, yeah. So it's basically doubling the amount of cure you receive and then giving your nearby allies cure as well. I have I have heel clip on two side arms. <laughs> Yay! Um, yeah, anyway. yeah, I, yeah. I have it on Jurassic Green and a heliocentric. So I'm like, I have it, but have <laughs> I used it? Well, that's a whole other story. A Jurassic Green would make. Well, I mean, it's better than a sidearm. The heliocentric. What's that? Sidearm. Oh yeah. Okay. So that's probably what I have it on too. I just didn't look at the name. Um. So also a uh, trench barrel. So that used to be real fun back in the day. Uh, then they nerfed it into Oblivion. And now what are they doing? Uh, Trench Barrel can now be activated by dealing damage with ranged melee attacks. That's pretty good. But at the same time, Trench Barrel really only matters when you hit him with every pellet anyway. So hitting somebody with a ranged attack really isn't going to do anything unless you have a slug shotgun with Trench Barrel. And A, is that even a thing? And B... Uh, yeah, I guess it could be cool in niche situations. Sure, we'll give it credit for that. Fine, Bungie. Whatever. Uh, Barrel Constrictor was fairly experimental, so we shipped it in a constrained state. So now we're removing some of those limits. Barrel Constrictor, once activated, it no longer deactivates upon firing a shot. It lasts for 7.5 seconds. That's a lot longer. Um, and it buffs all shots fired during that time. An enhanced barrel constrictor lasts for 8.5 seconds. What the hell does that do? Barrel constrictor. Do I even have anything with that? Let's see. Yeah, I was just looking and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've deleted all of them because, uh. Yeah, no, I don't have any with that. Yeah. What does that do? Because they're terrible. Well, light.gg is down for maintenance. So let's check D2 Foundry and see if they will tell me. Because, yeah, I 
I remember seeing something about it, but everyone going, this is terrible. the projectile spread of its next shot for a short duration. There you go. Reduces projectile spread after you kill somebody. There we go. There you go. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Dope. And it lasts for 7.5 seconds. That's actually not bad at all. That's not bad at all. And I can think of a lot of shotguns where that would be really good if it lasts for 7.5 seconds, especially like if you can get a rapid fire one and just come up. Ooh, can you get the, the Aquilos with that? Like the new version of Aquilos? Will that roll with that? Because that would be phenomenal. Probably not, though. But a rapid fire shotgun with the reduced pellet spread would be pretty, pretty good. And people are like, no, respawn, you, you, you need a high impact, you know, long shot you know, shoot somebody halfway across the map and now you get reduced muzzle spread thing, and I get that. But I'd rather get up in somebody's chest and unload a clip of eight rapid fire style, so, you know. And to okay. answer your question, no, you cannot get the new SMG, or the new uh, I call it a shotgun with uh, barrel constrictor. Unfortunate. Uh, loose, loose change is strong in PvE. Hold on. An APVE subclass build, but isn't particularly interesting for PvP. We're adding some buffs to help with that. Loose change. Applying a subclass 3.0 debuff now grants plus 20 aim assist stat and plus 20 reduced ADS movement speed penalty in addition to the existing plus 50% reload of plus 50 net percent plus 50 reload stat. Applying another debuff now refreshes that duration. So by debuff, because I have that on this fusion rifle for Strand. Where's that? Right here. So I have it on a scatter signal, right? It says when you apply a debuff. So for Strand, that would be like, what, sever, I guess? So if you had something that would cause sever and lose change on the same weapon, that would be phenomenally good is what it sounds like. Now, what is the perk that causes the that just by shooting somebody. I had it on an auto rifle. Slice! Okay, so slice. Okay. So slice casting your class ability allows this weapon to sever targets on hit for a brief duration up to a maximum number of targets. So, if a weapon can roll with slice and loose change, which I don't know if they can, then that would be a hell of a wombo combo. You just activate your class ability. Now this gun... Uh, will apply a debuff and it'll get all these bonuses from applying slice to somebody. So it that's also works with, yeah, it also works with suspend because sever, unravel, and suspend are our strand debuffs. Oh. So if you suspend someone, it does the same thing. Or if you're on void, you know the weaken debuff. That's good a good call. Fun. Good call. And for a fusion rifle, let's see. Uh, plus twenty aim assist. You don't really need that. Well, I mean, you could totally use that. Uh, reduced ADS and reload stat. The reload stat, I guess, would come into play, but eh, I don't know. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. You know, if you can get that kind of combination going. A uh, dual loader. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. This is actually good. Okay, so dual loader. <laughs> it used to read you would load two rounds at once, but you would do it like super slow. So I was just like, the hell. Right, and I think somebody did the math that shows that loading dual loader actually takes longer than just loading two rounds on most shotguns. So great perk there. Okay, what they've done now is they've reduced the reload speed penalty. Uh, they've also changed the wording of the perk description to make it clear that it increases the number of shots reloaded, so we can now apply it to other weapon types without confusion in the future. So now, if I'm reading this correctly, your shotgun loads at its normal speed, 
But if you have dual loader, it reloads at a double speed, but two rounds at a time. So double the reload speed. That's pretty good. I actually do like that. That's that's really strong. Cool. I'll take that okay. if I have anything with it on it still and I haven't deleted them all. <laughs> I definitely have a lot of shotguns that, that have that just because I I don't know. I'm in new shotguns. Right. Uh all right, so text balanced stock. Uh this comes on Tex Mechanical Legendary Weapons. Um, it is the origin trait, and it helps uh, with hip-firing shots, right? So uh, now it grants plus 20 range when firing from the hip, and a plus 1.5 degree hip-fire precision cone angle in addition to its other effects, making it easier to land follow-up crits with a hip-fire. That's pretty good. Um, I wonder, text balance stock, that is not on the exotic uh, text mechanic scout, is it? That's got a different perk, do you know? Uh, the DMT? Yeah. I'm guessing no, because they say the legendaries. I guess. But I also don't have a new DMT to compare it against either. But, right. it, is, yeah. but it is rolling on the new, um, the new Prophet scout rifle they're, they're bringing in the update. As well as the uh, the slammer sword, or I'm sorry, not the slammer sword. The um, wild style grenade launcher are both going to be text. You know, have text balance stocks as one of their origin trait options. Wild style is a very fitting name for that bouncy ass grenade launcher. Um, <laughs> you've never used it yet. It's 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 not out yet. Well, hold on. No, what's the one that you can get from the from the dungeon that does that? I don't know, but the wild style is the one that they're bringing in a, in a nightfall reward with oh. this. Update mid-season. Uh, um, so I don't know. Something else. Well, no. Hold on. It may be, it may, I mean, it does say, you know, that's going to be the, our second double fire frame breach loaded grenade launcher. Yeah. That's why I'm thinking, that's why I'm getting confused. What the hell's the first one? It's probably the one that Noble told us about last week that I now don't remember the name of because. Well, I've one. got one. I've got a couple of them. There it is. Uh, wi- Wilder Flight. Okay, so it's still got wild in the name. Come on. It was right? wild. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I got exactly one of those. <laughs> oh, that's right. No, no. Can they make that a waveframe? A dual fire waveframe? Let's go. Bungie! Idea! <laughs> <laughs> Take one of these dual fire grenade launchers and make both of them fire away frame. Yeah. Alright, that is excellent. Um, or if you really want to get kooky, have one fire the waveframe and the other one still fire the projectile. That sounds dumb, but whatever. Just, just take, the de- take the dead messenger and have it fire all three at once, like the three-tailed fox now. Two-tailed Ooh, fox, three-tailed fox. That ain't bad. And, and just make it like the old uh, Contra spread shot. I just Ooh. want to shoot everything across the entire map. You know, you have you have an idea there, but you know how you can pick the elemental damage of that one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if what if it just fired all three, but in consecutive like frames, right? So it fired the solar arc and then void, just one after another. That'd be fine you too. Know? Yeah, I'd even take and, and and I know they'd probably say, oh, that would do too much damage. Even if you made each one one third no. the damage, I mean, that would still be pretty good. You'd still somebody would get hit with an elemental weakness. Hundred percent, you know, so that that that's not a bad idea you got going on there. But um, <clears throat> now hockey breach armaments deconstruct and sundering. I don't know what these do, but apparently they now work against void soul strand 
clones and cabal projection shields and oh this is the does more damage to like constructs right yeah yeah okay it does more damage to constructs and stuff okay so now uh, void stole void souls strand clones and cabal projection shields and brigs are included in the extra damage that hockey breach armaments do so deconstruct thundering yeah all that stuff cool i bet um Hockey Breach Armaments also damage bonus versus Stasis Crystals is reduced from 85% to 60% to match other constructs. Okay. Uh, Sundering is an origin trait for... Rolls on the Ven Warlord's Rolls the Vengeful Whisper. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Warlord's Rolls. There you go. And... Um, However, around breaking stuff feels like it could apply more broadly, and shield break is an obvious activator. Okay, so Sundering cannot activate, I'm sorry, cannot trigger on shield break in addition to final blows on vehicles and constructs. We've added a small reload speed scaler while reducing the charge rate benefit to account for the higher uptime. Okay. Hatchling is a fun perk, but weapons that technically crit I'm sorry, but weapons that can technically crit but are bad at it suffer from precision kills being the only activator on certain weapon types. So now, hatchling activation requirements are no longer locked to the archetype in terms of precision or non-precision kills. Instead, the perk will trigger with either a precision kill or three non-precision kills. That's Ooh. a good buff because I got a lot of stuff with hatchling on it. That's like a that. good buff. Yes. Yeah. Makes but they, this, is after this is after they've nerfed hatchlings, so, you know. <laughs> Thanks. Um, anyway. Uh, no, they hatch threadlings. No, they, they, they nerfed yeah. threadlings, which hatchlings cause the threadling. Whatever. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. I'm dumb. All I right. Try your lock. Are they nerfing it again? Now activates later in the magazine for SMGs at 20% instead of 12.5%. So that's another nerf. <laughs> so the damage buff will swing pri will swing primary weapon gun fights less often. Target lock is... <sighs> but just for SMGs, though. So who cares about SMGs? I mean, people that use SMGs, man. Go, go back to auto rifles as Saint as 14 intended. No, leave, I, I leave, leave your SMG nonsense in the dust. Go back to auto rifles the way it was intended. SMGs should not be as powerful as they are. Well, there's there's Titan builds out there that revolve around having the dual SMGs with the stupid pants you have that reload them and mm -hmm. like increase ADS and whatnot. So yep. SMGs are really powerful, and I get that, and they should be if you have the exotic, right? But you know, like th this is like how many times have they nerfed target lock in general, and very specifically for submachine guns themselves because of what was that submachine gun? The Immortal? immortal. Yeah. yeah. The Immortal, you know? I mean, e even at 12.5% of the magazine, the gunfight's probably over before it even activated then, you know? It's, whatever. I don't know, man. Target lock is just... Leave it alone. It was great when it first came out. Put it back to the way it was. Leave it the hell alone. If you don't want it to work in PvP, just say, hey, it doesn't work in PvP, but stop nerfing it, you know, just in general. Because it doesn't say this is for PvP. Well, actually, it's, it says oppressive in PvP, but it doesn't say that this debuff is specific to PvP, so I'm not sure. 
but this looks like it's an overall debuff for yeah 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 i mean the way they worded about you know swinging primary gunfights definitely seems to be i mean clearly that's the focus of this yeah but but i'm assuming like you said i'm assuming it's universal pve and pvp because they don't say one or the other Mm -hmm. envious assassin first of all envious assassin is i i kill i have a, a grenade launcher with envious assassin i got from the raid and I rarely ever use grenade launchers, right? I kill everything with like my my primary grenade launcher or my secondary auto rifle, ninety nine percent of the time. So when I pull that bad boy, I'm expecting it to have a big old magazine, but no, it's got like eight rounds in it. I'm like, dude, right? Enemies assassin is so hard to prop to prop. I don't know what the hell it says upon kill. It's supposed to give you reserves in the magazine of the weapon you're not using on kill. Well. I do that all the time, and I rarely ever see big-ass magazines on my Envious Assassin when I pull it out. And now, to make that even worse, each activation is now capped at 100% instead of 150. And the maximum overflow is now three times the magazine size instead of four. So not only is Envious Assassin a perk to begin with, they've made it even worse by decreasing the size it takes you to get to if it ever procs at all. Trash mm. guns with envious assassin on them because it's useless. Okay, got it. Yeah, no, but he was he wasn't using it before. Not gonna start using it now. Well, I have (laughs) I have guns that unfortunately, like I think I have one on me that's a good gun, but it comes with an envious assassin. Right? It was a a raid gun. Yeah, and it's got a good primary perk, which is the scorch, but the secondary perk is envious assassin. You know, and I'm just like, you know, it's the only role of that gun I've got. So just whatever, man. It's 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 so dumb. Make make it proc better, and this would make more sense. You know, make envious assassin great ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just ever in general. Uh, bait and switch reduce the damage bonus from thirty five percent to thirty percent. Still gonna be a monster. Whatever. Don't see the point of that. Still good. Just yeah, not good. fine, great. There's, um, there's there's probably some boss somewhere. That that, that that reduction will make you go one, you know, you can no longer one phase oh, something. Phase? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's there's probably something somewhere they're like, we can we can make we can fix this exact thing by just making this little this little nudge. Mm-hmm. Always wonder about things. It's like which encounter is this for Bungie? Which yeah. which encounter are you thinking about specifically? Because this feels like a specifically we want to we want to touch this. Um what do we have? One two punch now correctly deactivates after dealing damage with a powered melee. Damn it! Uh, yeah, one two punch was it's so good on our hunters, man, and I hate the fact that they keep messing with it. Uh, deconstruct updated the perk description to correctly state that it pulls ammo from thin air and not reserves. That's fun. Hold up. Hmm. Are there special weapons with Deconstruct, and does Deconstruct work in PvP? Oh, I'm assuming yes to both. So, Deconstruct, so dealing sustained damage grants bonus damage against vehicles and contracts that partially refilled the magazine from reserves. Uh, Oh, so so, so you're updating it because it was literally wrong, because you're lying to us (laughs) about where I pulled the ammo from. Yeah. Oh, hey, respawn. Guess guess what weapon can roll with deconstruct that I'm super excited to own two of now. Uh, they use a special ammo. Uh, what? The Azumi RR4 sniper rifle. It has deconstruct. Woo! 
got it though. You don't have to use it, but you got it. I've I've got it, so I can I can live a quarter of my icebreaker uh, dreams with a sniper rifle that'll pull pull things from. Yeah, no, still so, still so never being used. So, but to, but to answer your question, yes, it at least rolls on that, and I'm sure lots of other things. That's just what I happen to have it on. This is special special ammo. <laughs> it's also uh, on the the new optative hand cannon and the. It's one of the things breaking. But, but it's only against constructs, right? Not against players, so it won't matter in PvP. Uh, Michael was talking about there's a perk on a fusion rifle that he has, and he didn't tell oh, me what it was. Actually, oh, no, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong perk. Never mind. So okay. I was like, actually, it says this, but then I realized I was looking at the wrong perk name. Gotcha. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, damage with primary ammo against contracts provides additional progress. Barricades, turrets, stasis crystals, and other... So, I mean, you could take advantage of it with stasis crystals? In mm. PvP, but not against the Guardians themselves. Gotcha. Um, but you'd be wasting the bullets on the stasis crystals that you'd be getting back from the reserves, so there's no point. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, but Michael was talking about there's a fusion rifle that comes with a perk that you can use in PvP that when you kill somebody, it gives you ammo out of thin air. And I thought that this was it. But this apparently is not it. So I need to find out what that perk is. Because if true then all the changes we're about to discuss here in about 30 seconds is not going to matter because these kinds of guns will just pull special ammo out of thin air. But before we get to that, um, mods. Bonus damage against mini-bosses should have been a part of boss spec and not major spec. We've updated these mods to correct this error. Thank you, because, you know, mini-boss, boss, you would think, but now it is. So there you go. Uh, and uh, now, ooh, that's a lot of crucible stuff. That is a lot try. of crucible stuff. Oh my yeah. god. I mean, it, uh, it, it, it's the crucible sandbox for what it's worth. Yeah, it's huge. And uh, it looks like we're about to get into this. So buckle your seatbelts, because we're going on a trip. Yay! And Let's my favorite see. rocket ship. I don't think it'll make people very sad. All right. The, hey, it's, it's a PvP strike team. They still exist. They're doing things, making Supposedly. everybody upset. Okay, so they do start out by saying, note, these changes, so all these changes we're about to talk about, are not applied to Mayhem, Momentum, and Checkmate. Those retain their own, must, their own custom modifiers. Checkmate has been retuned to be more representative of its original intended form, and they'll have more ammo from the PvP strike team next week. So this is our base Crucible sandbox. It faces a number of issues. They're going to talk about them. They've got a bunch of goals. First goal, help players more clearly understand the sequence of events that led to their death so they can more learn how to improve. I was standing there. I was shot by a bow and I was killed. That's what happened. I, uh, the, the understanding part is not the problem. They also would like to alter the weapon sandbox to account for increased advantage. I'm sorry, increased average skill of our player base by reducing the amount of high-risk, low high-reward, low-risk options. Okay. And increase the primary weapon mastery as an aspirational pursuit for players. Whatever that means. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, they, they, they love to wax poetic about all the Crucible things. And, you know, I, I would love to wax poetic with them, but I just don't think I care. Uh, so, problems in the Crucible... Certain ability builds with higher uptimes and higher potency than we believe is healthy. So to keep those builds in check, providing near constant availability of special ammo, which means there are always a surplus of one-shot kill weapons on the field. 
and to keep the primary weapons competitive, they've made primary weapons highly lethal, fast killing in general, in general also very forgiving, because you never run out of ammo for one. And all that leads to a high percentage of deaths in our sandbox, where the, from the target's perspective, it felt like there was nothing they could have done differently. Can't confirm. Makes sense. So they've got a risk versus reward problem. So they're going to start making changes. Now again, all this happens on March 5th. So with update 735 on March 5th, so not not this week of reset, not next week of reset, but the week after that in reset. <laughs> March 5th is when all this takes effect. And all the things we've talked about so far take effect. So they're going to make some changes to player health. So player health will increase by 30 hit points in base crucible. So players have 100 health up from 70 and between 116 and 130 shield, depending on your resilience values. Higher resilience, more shield, less resilience, less shield. So, you know, basically making sort of one, you know, one hit kills and I got nuked from somewhere that I have no idea where, making those less common. They're making changes to ability cooldowns. So your melee... Well, not really, because snipers will still do the one-shot damage. I mean, if you're well, getting well, nuked, well, right, you right, right. nuke, it's just going to make, you know, gun uh, gunfights last longer, is what yeah. that's going to happen, and prevent, like, uh, like uh, shotgun melee kills, I think, is what they said. And bow, hand cannon, swaps. That's another thing it stops, is the whole shoot somebody with bow and then swap to hand cannon to finish them off. Uh, it prevents that, too, because you have enough health to survive that initial... Uh, swap, and then they'd have to shoot you a second or a third time, depending on the mm, weapon yeah. to kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can still shoot and swap, but they have to swap, shoot, shoot, shoot versus swap, shoot, and you're dead. Yeah, exactly. So gives gives you at least theoretically time to take cover or run away or <laughs> theoretically is a great word something. there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> gives you the chance whether you take it or not. You know, we'll see. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So they're changing the ability cooldowns, melee. Grenade and class ability will now have a 15% penalty applied to them in Crucible only. Super cooldowns will now have a 20% penalty applied to them in Crucible. So you're just making everything a little less space magic-y, because you don't want it all to be all about melees and supers and, you know, the space magic in your PvP game that's all about space magic that's never going to be a competitive shooter because it just isn't. Give up now. So... Okay, fine, great. After Wonderful. a decade, you'd think they'd stop trying. <laughs> you'd think. <laughs> but, but you know, here we are. Uh, so they're also uh, dealing with some ability damage. So to increase for the, you know, to, to account for the increased player health and reduce uptime, they made some changes to melees and super energy and one grenade to make sure that we train, retain the moment-to-moment muscle memory and retain our current grenade rules of, I'm sorry, current general rules of most supers killing in one shot most melee is killing in two. Most. Uh, so the supers are going to increase the base damage by 31%. Melees increase your base damage by 16%. And the single increased arc flux grenade will get a 16% damage increase. No other grenade will be touched. So you'll get your super and, and abilities less often, but they'll hit harder when you do. And your arc flux grenade will do 16% more damage and no other grenade does anything different. The end. Primary weapon archetypes. So your pulse rifle, your auto rifle, your sidearm, and your scout rifle increases a critical hit damage by 14%, just across the board. Critical hits, 14%. Hand cannons, all of them, increases your crit damage by 10%. Damn it. Reduces your body shot damage by 5%. And reduces the flinch dealt to players by projectiles 
impact by 12.5%, and explosive payload by 10%. I don't this believe... is really widening the gap between the skilled and unskilled players. And yes, right. I'm an unskilled player. And yes, this affects yeah. me. And yes, it upsets me. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> if you're an unskilled player, don't use a hand cannon. Problem solved. Yeah. Also, you're going to kill no, by but, the hand no, cannons. But the, skilled what players, else is new? but the skilled players already two-tap you depending on some of these hand cannons, right? Well, I mean, you're going to have extra right. health, so now they're right. going to have to three-tap you. But still, this That's is going to help them though. with the with the two two headshot, one body shot kill, I think, right? So well, I mean, it's I, just... mean the, I mean, I mean, I mean, we'll see how the numbers play out. But I mean, you know, the increased damage, but you have increased health and shields too. So, yeah. you know, I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know, as always, good players are still going to be good. Mediocre mm-hmm. players are still going to be mediocre. And those, get of even us, worse, and, and those of us who dip a toe in are still going to get murdered. That's just how it goes. Yeah. But you're you're going to be mur- you're going to hate a, basically you're going to hate a different weapon in in the rest of the season than the weapon you hate now. That's all this really boils down to. Uh, I also don't believe flinch is actually a real thing that works in this game or can be. You mean on hand cannons? Yeah, that's not. No, no I mean overall. I mean, you can put all the anti-flinch stuff and you can be pummeling somebody in the face and they can still tap you with that hand cannon. See, I'm, I'm the other way around. I, I, I put on the stuff that causes flinch in the crucible and it doesn't seem to affect hand cannons or snipers and I still get dome rocked. Yeah, no, yeah, no, 100%. Like, I, I can be unloading into your face with an SMG or an auto rifle or pulse or whatever. Yep. And you can still just like two tap me like you're standing in an empty field, just taking in the sunlight. Oh, I yeah. don't believe, I don't believe flinch works, period, full mm. stop. I think it's a myth and they're lying to us. And that's what's happening to me, in which case, you know, I'm looking at the sky before I realize what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. So our friends with submachine submachine guns, your critical hit damage is going up by 12.5%, and your body shot damage down by 3%. Mm. So Mm. target lock won't matter because you'll be dead by the time the target locks. Yeah, you will. Um, And bows are just reducing the base damage by 15%. Just Mm -hmm. all the bows, less damage. 15% across the board. I wonder if Lumonar can still kill you, though. Because if they tag you, that poison kills you afterwards, doesn't it? Probably not with the higher health and shields. Oh, that's right. Higher health. I forgot about yeah. that. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah right. Yeah, that's the thing you have to keep hearing in the back of your head. It's like your health, you know, we're getting 30 more base health and then, you know, you know, ma- you know max of 130 shields. Because you can tell me not to run full resilience in the Crucible. I'm not going to listen to you. I need every little help I can get. I need every hit point that I can hold on to. <laughs> the one thing that I am looking forward to is all these, all these word games that Bungie likes to play with. Oh, nothing one shots you anymore as far as melee is concerned, right? Even though they do. But what I'm getting at is there's a lot of Titan melees that will bring you down to one HP. So technically, didn't one shot you. But come on, my, one HP might, might be 31 HP now with the changes. I was about to say, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be 31 HP. You know, you'll actually be able to see your health bar versus just going. There's no health bar there. I I should be dead. I my body just hasn't figured it out yet. Yeah, I mean you're, you're still gonna get killed by the follow up melee, but at least you'll have more than one health. Hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, respawn. I know you're excited about the special ammo acquisition. I am actually excited about that, legitimately. Well, yes. let me let me tell you. After a lengthy test period in the Crucible Labs, they are ready to move the special ammo meter system into the wired into the wider Crucible, the wider Crucible. Whew, we are struggling today, folks. Only a little. So we've made several changes between the initial version and this one. 
So I, I don't even know what the special ammo meter system is. I feel like this is the first so time. So what I've it is seen is you have words. to earn it. So okay. So what's going to ah, happen? Okay. Is I've looked into this. Right. Is in Crucible, instead of you just being given the two bricks at the beginning, you'll still get that. Mm. But when you die, they don't give you two more. What happens is now ah, there's okay. a, there's a progression there's a timer system. or a something. No, it's a progression. So every time you die, mm. you get fifteen percent of that meter. Every time you kill someone. With a primary non-special weapon, because you don't get any meter when you kill somebody with a special weapon, but when you kill somebody with a primary non-special weapon, you get 20% of that meter back. So, five kills gives you one more uh, instance of special ammo. I don't remember if it's one brick or two, but whatever, but you get special ammo when you hit 100%. Yeah, so it probably scales for depending which what kind of weapon you're using. Probably. Yeah, probably one. Yeah, I, I know they have a definition for it, like a one magazine or one kills worth or something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, and um, that's what that is. So that's what the scaler is, and that's what I'm excited about is because what this is going to do is Mike is super upset because like it's going to slow the game down. It's going to hurt the game. And it's like no. What it's going to do is it's going to stop you from getting one shot freaking aped by the the person that just runs around you know shocking meleeing everybody. Because uh, you know he kills you, gets your special, and keeps on his little terror streak or whatever, right? But the problem is, is he won't be getting ammo back. And if you manage to kill him, you know he he gets a percentage of that ammo back, but he's not going to get the same ammo that he had when he first spawned in the game. But there's a caveat: if you die and you have special ammo, you get to keep it. That I like. So yeah. it gives a little, you know, I won't say balance, but at least it, it gives a little edge, you know, a little edge to the, I, I never got to use this ammo. Let me use it versus I've, exp- I've expended all of mine murdering you. Now I have to work to get it back. I don't just get more free. Indeed. Yeah, there, There's a reason some of us run double primaries in the crucible. It's not because we're good with them. It's because we can give less special ammo to the enemy. That's, That's entirely ex- the reason. Yo, that is exactly why I do it. Full stop. <laughs> for real. Yeah. Because I'm so tired of getting sniped. Like, like you see some guy that's it, like sliding around a corner and he just somehow snipes you with the most God aim I've ever seen in my life for, forever and ever. Amen. You know, it's just like, how, how, how do you do this? I need to know the secrets, you know? And so I'm just tired of that. And, and especially getting shocked and aped and all this other stuff. But the thing that um, somebody brought to my attention is you have a primary grenade launcher, if you remember, right? So how is that primary grenade launcher going to work? And if I remember correctly, that got nerfed in damage, what, two patches ago? Yeah, yeah, I mean, they've made a lot of changes to the fighting line. and And that I'm sure will be, you know, they'll handle that specifically going, hey, we know this is an outlier. Here's how we're going to handle it. Yeah. So, that being the case, I think they already nerfed the damage, so it can't one-shot you, so it's going to take both of their fighting lion shots to kill you, and then, you know, they got no more special. So, I'm not upset about that, but they're like, um, oh no, no, it's not special, that's right, it's primary. So, they yeah, would, it would still take them so. two shots to, to kill you, or one shot followed by small arms to kill you, or whatever, right? So, you're not getting one shot by fighting lion anymore, so is it technically a special weapon? Yeah. Is it going to do some extra damage? Also, yes! But that thing bounces around like a Super Bowl out of one of those 25-cent machines. So if you can manage to land a shot with that, then in my opinion, you kind of deserve it because, you damn, is that thing unpredictable when it bounces, man. And I've even hit people directly thinking it would explode. Nope. Bounces what? off of them. What? 
bounces them <laughs> off their leg, and then you're sad. Yeah. So, right. uh, yeah, if you're good with it, great for you. You can gonna t- you're going to continue to be good with it. But uh, other than a few outliers, I don't see the fighting line as being as much of a, a villain as people are pointing it out that it's going to be. So. Yeah, my I opinion. Mean, we'll see how yeah, it yeah. I mean, that's outside all the special ammo change, anyway. So, I mean, that's that was always going to be its own thing. Yeah. So, yeah, starting in March. So you're you're going to start every game, all game types, including any round based modes like Dominion, with two kills worth of special ammo. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That, yeah. So, you know, two shotgun shots. More if it's less. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Depending what your depending on what weapon you have, you'll have two kills worth of ammo. However, Bungie defines that. Mm-hmm. So instead of two kills worth of special ammo being granted every time you respawn, you'll earn more ammo by filling your special ammo meter, with points given for getting kills, assists, completing objectives, and getting 100 points grants you, again, the same two kills worth for your chosen weapon. So how do we get all these lovely points respawn just told us about? Well, your base point values are going to be a kill is 23, assists and death give you two, capturing a zone is 14, and if you pull heavy ammo, you get eight points. And then in your elimination and dominion point values, if you get a kill, you're getting 38 points. Assist and death were 16, and heavy ammo pulls are 10. Now keep in mind those are 3v3, so a lot higher points get you get your special back a lot quicker. 3v3 respawn mode, survival, 3v3 clash, and countdown rush. A kill's worth 26 points, assists are 12, and deaths are 11. In rumble, you get a kill, you get 30 points, the end. Countdown, if you arm the charge, you get 20 points. If you defuse the charge, you get 40 points. And if your charge is detonated, so you've successfully set it and detonated it, you'll get 70. So you could easily get your, well, I won't say easily, you could get your special ammo basically all the way back in a round by arming a charge for 20, detonating it for 70, and now you're at 90 of that 100 and get a kill or two and you've got your special ammo back next round. Now, there are some general notes. Kills from your special ammo and heavy weapons don't grant any points toward the meter. So like Respawn said, it has to be a primary, you know, primary weapon kill or doing the things I just listed above in the different modes. Mm-hmm. Jumping off the map will subtract progress from yeah, the special ammo meter. <laughs> 15%. You lose. Oh my God. I just got a breakneck with kinetic and dynamic sway. That's fun. Sorry. Ooh, there you go. Um, yeah. So no jumping off the map to hold on to your, your ammo. It, it will not help you. <laughs> that's lovely ammo yeah and ammo is not dropped on death you will not lose the special ammo you've earned when you are defeated or are revived just mm. if you jump off the map earned special ammo will carry over between rounds so if you didn't get a chance to use it that round you got another shot and swapping from double primary weapons to a special ammo weapon will re- will reset your special ammo meter progress nice so, so you can't go around getting a bunch of kills with two primaries, thinking, "Oh, let me throw, a, let me, let me throw the Yoton on. Now I'm going to lay waste with the toaster." No, no, you're not. You, you get to start over. So, yeah, you have to have a special weapon, a special weapon, to feed the special, you know, ammo meter. Is what that boils down to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, let's see a couple of special weapon archetypes they want to talk about to offset the increased health and partially make up for the reduced uptime. They've increased, ugh, they've increased the base damage of several special ammo weapons. So your trace rifles, your shotguns, and your fusion rifles are all getting a base damage increase of 20%. Glaives, your projectiles get a base damage increase of 20% as well, and your melee damage goes up by 16%. So again, you've got more health and more shield, 
you're going to be a little bit harder to knock down. So they're giving you a better way to do that. Mm-hmm. So you can get nuked, nuked, or whacked at. And um, yeah, maybe but it'll be really well, 20% is not a whole lot. So what? It's not. Uh, Trey's rifle does eight damage per shot. Now it's going to do 10 damage per shot. If I remember correctly. And, and nobody's counting shots on a trace rifle, let's be honest here. And if you have 230 health, that's 23 shots, and you start with, what, 30? In the beginning of a round, 30 or 50, something like that. So you might get one kill, assuming you land every shot, but you ain't going to have enough for the next kill. Yeah. The beam, the beam comes for you, and then you die or you don't. Then right. you have to be cleaned up by something else. All right. Heavy ammo archetypes. So uh, heavy ammo grenade launchers, been the meta pick for PvP for a long time. They wanted to make sure they did not get any better with the PvE changes that they outlined above. In fact, with the increased health, it'll be a little more difficult to kill against high-resilience guardians when using proximity grenades. So machine guns have long been in the shadow of other heavy weapons, so they wanted to give them a little boost. So we're taking our heavy grenade launchers and reducing the detonation damage by 5% and are just going to give us an increased base damage on machine guns of 20%. Nice! Just more Is that machine across gun the board? Just PvP only. Uh, it looks like across the board because they don't specify. They, they they talk about PVE versus PVE, but yeah, just across the board, twenty percent nice. increase to to machine guns. Which uh, yeah, I'm okay with that. That'll oh, work for yeah. me. My void hunter's gonna love uh, that. Hey, and now now we get to respawns, buddy. What we were just talking about. <laughs> so so our exotic weapon changes. You know, some exotic weapons partially bypass the special ammo economy. Uh-huh. In a world with the reduced, partially? yeah, just partially. Yeah. In a world with the with the reduced breech loader, grenade launchers, and fusion yeah. rifles, they quickly rose to the top of our list of annoyances. Crimson, like other hand cannons, has long medially extreme amounts of flinch to other players. This was exacerbated by the fact that it fires in a burst. It's been custom tuned to deal slightly less flinch than other hand cannons. Yeah, sure, allegedly. There's also a couple of other exotics they felt uh, needed to come up a bit, so they were not punished by the changes. Oh, so um, Fighting Lion. Good news, Respawn. They've decreased the damage versus players in the Crucible by 20%. Good. Another damage decrease. Love it. Yeah, so there we go. Devil's Ruin. Oh, that thing. That thing. Mm, I they reduced the damage, but it's still they probably going to one-shot. Yeah. Yeah, so, so they've decreased the charge beam damage against players by 15%. That thing. I, I, I forgot because I think I put it out of my brain. That thing was all over Trials. Yeah, that, that, that tiny little death ray of pain. Crimson, yeah, reduced the flinch damage dealt to players by projectiles 17.5%. I don't believe flinch is a thing, but sure. Forerunner increased damage versus players by 20%. So, there you go. <laughs> what do they say? Mm. If, if you believe flinch is a thing, uh, let me introduce you to the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus, or whatever mm-hmm. they say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, symmetry increase the revolution damage versus players in the crucible by 16%. Now, I think the revolution damage is that like auto tracking. It's been so long since I've used the symmetry. I think that's like that secondary fire mode that does the like auto tracking beam thingy. Yeah, okay, yeah, revolution weapon fires full auto swap to arc seeker mode. The arc seeker tracks toward combatants you target. So, yeah, so it's sort of like a worse version of the Skybirders Oath. Ah, yeah, yeah. And also, who who remembers symmetry is a thing. But apparently, you know, they increased the damage for symmetry because somebody out there wanted to use it. The works of Bungie, I'm guessing. 
Well, symmetry, I remember it because you used to be able to team kill with it, which would drive me crazy, especially in like raids when, you know, people are either actively or accidentally killing you with it because of the splash damage of the stupid thing. I think that's what I'm thinking about, symmetry. The scout rifle, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and definitely before full auto became a setting you could turn on, you know, its intrinsic full auto definitely gave it that little boost as well. They, they really need to go back and take all of the like, full auto weapons and just give them something else intrinsically now that full auto is just a setting I turn on on my console when I go to play the game as opposed to ooh this gives me full auto it was powerful and great before but now it's like why why bother if you had the choice what do you think that they should make it into uh I mean I think I mean because it would be you know for exotics because there was trying to remember was a bad juju also full auto uh it? yeah, I yeah. always been full auto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, because it's an exotic, I would say give it a little bit of give it a little damage perk. You know, you know, nothing, nothing to be anything crazy, but just you know, let me, you know, let me get the benefit of using an exotic weapon. Give me a little extra damage well, with I mean, it. The bad juju or, already or, has or, a damage or, or something else. Yeah, right, well, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or something else. That synergizes, <laughs> right, I mean, something else that synergizes with it. Yeah, I mean symmetry. I mean, would volt shot be too much to ask for? Throw vulture uh, on the symmetry and just just give it a little bit of you know get you know get that kill get that arc or you know or let it let it refund more um uh the arc arc bolt arc things that come back to you that I can't think of the name of at the moment right you know uh, you know, I don't lean, know what that is either lean into that lean into that synergy a little bit yeah I, I don't know I, I I don't really care what but just something useful because now it's like this has full auto I'm like oh yeah. yeah. I, I guess I'm some up in the drop with a full auto on the other day, and I was like, "Oh, this this used to be exciting, but now, now not so much." Hey. Hey. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So 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 those are all of our changes. You can be happy or sad or screaming at things, and uh, yeah, th- those will go into effect. You know, basically three weeks from now, March fifth is when that update hits and all these changes happen. And now respond. You, you can be a dragon. You want to be a dragon? I, I, yeah. I know you do. What? What? I, I, what? I know we talked about last week that the lovely, uh, you know, February tenth, marching the, marking the start of the lunar new year, and it's the year oh, of the dragon. Yeah. I've got that. So, yet. so okay. many ribbons <laughs> pleased, and everyone else is pleased. So, so respawn. How can people get this lovely dragon emblem that was well, available on like you know Billy Billy or something last week? And Bungie was like, "Don't worry, don't worry, we'll bring it to you all." So, here is the code, so you two can be a dragon. Yep. All you have to do is go to bungie.net and go to the redeem code section. And type in uh, Tango Hotel Romeo 33 Alpha Yankee Kilo Charlie. And that will just show up inside of your inventory. Like, for those of you that were watching the podcast live, you saw how I pulled it out of my inventory and just equipped it. That's all it is. Just put in the code, redeem it, collect it. And now you can be a lovely dragon and have a lovely dragon emblem. And, and well, they well, call I mean, her a dragon, but she's not a dragon in any sense of the word. But yeah, yeah. close I mean, enough. You know, you know, you know, Destiny Dragon, Amankara style dragon. Yeah. You know, well, it looks like Zol the giant worm guy more than a dragon, but you know, mm-hmm. we, we're Destiny, we do what we want. Um, and, and of course, it wouldn't be Destiny if there weren't an Eververse collection of the Lunar New Year things. The Leoprene Jubilation Risk Runner ornament is back. So mm-hmm. if you say, I want my Risk Runner to be like decked out new monarchy style, in reds and gold, like royalty, you can have that. A new ornament for the two-tailed fox called the Herald of Spring. Same thing, dragony, red and gold. Uh, also, the, year of the dragon. dragon. Yeah, 
Yeah. Also the Year of the Dragon bundle with the Auspicious Exotic Ghost Shell, the Lunar Omen Exotic Ship, and the Firecracker Exotic Sparrow. Mm-hmm. So if you like dragons and gold and red, this is the bundle for you. Mm-hmm. That that restaurant emblem looks very pretty. I'm, I may have to go acquire that one. The ghost isn't too bad either. Yeah, can you buy them? Can you buy them separately, or is it just in the bundle? I'm assuming you can buy them piecemeal, but I don't have the game in front of me to look. Um, I'll let you know. Yeah, either way, it's there in Eververse, and I'm assuming it's for silver, not bright dust. So, uh, well, you can buy the firecracker by itself to just off the bat. So, yeah, it looks like you can buy them individually. Nice. Yeah. Very good. So, yeah, buy the bundle, buy the thing, do whatever makes you happy. Be the dragon in the year of the dragon. Make respawn proud. Yes. Make me proud. Actually, this hunter armor for the for the team up thing that we got going on right now don't look too bad. It's very metallic-y, very robot-y. And, uh, yeah, I could I could use this, but then I won't be a dragon. So sad, panda. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> it's the year of the dragon. It's not, not year of the destiny. Massive. I was gonna say massive breakdown <laughs> crossover. That's not the right one. Massive effect crossover. <laughs> Can you imagine just the the armor thing after those guys? <laughs> You just you just show up looking like Mercules and Kickhatch, just like the, their face and like you know street clothes. And <laughs> mm-hmm. Can I get their PvP talent? Um, <laughs> Does that come yeah. with it? Yes, please. <laughs> uh. All right, and uh, now we have a trials map, and some of us voted for multiplex because they just want to sow Discord throughout the world. But um, it's not; it's dead cliffs, except for the first forty-five minutes of the of of the week. When it was Vostok, so uh, yeah, the winning map had a 43% vote. It's Dead Cliffs, so if you're playing Trials this weekend, you're playing on Dead Cliffs. If you're not playing Trials this weekend, you don't care one way or the other. Um, you can also earn additional Trials ranks this week, so if you are just trying to go in and just earn weaponry or just seeing what they'll throw at you. I mean, I, pl- I played... I don't know. I played, a, I played a couple hours over the last, the last weekend. That was sort of my... Let me go get my Trials weekly challenge done by just going and playing and you know, went in solo, ran on the Warlock, had zero, zero, you know, expectancy to win anything, <laughs> but end, ended up, I mean, I've, I still have four messengers and I have soul, uh, the incisor trace rifle and four glaives. And those are the ones I haven't deleted. I probably deleted another like six glaives. Wait, you, got, you have four messengers this week? Uh, last week, like, like over, I, I mean, I probably played. I total. I mean, I played like like a little bit Friday, a little bit Saturday, a little bit Sunday, and then uh-huh. Monday. You know, I think I think I may have played a little bit all four days. I mean, probably mm, twenty. Uh, I don't know, thirty matches, forty matches. I mean, you know, I mean, it wasn't a ton of time. It was basically jumped on for half an hour here, an hour there, right? Um, and just and just the amount of loot they threw at me, it was like, oh, but you you, you, but you have to win around though, right? You have to win around and max out your card before you start to get the loot, right? No, not at all. You, I mean, I mean, I think like like the first or second game I played, you know, or you know, rounds I played, they were like, "Here's a messenger, just enjoy, have one for just showing up." So I mean, did you win the round though? I don't remember. I think so, but okay. I do not recall. I was definitely, get, I felt like I was definitely getting stuff, whether we were winning or losing, and uh, you know, because I basically played out the card until it was broken, and then just continued to play it out. Eventually, we said it when I was sitting at like six wins total because we were just getting stomped every single game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, you can just go in the trials, and they're just throwing loot at you, win, yeah. lose, or draw. And honestly, if you're going in solo, you'll probably find two people who know what they're doing. At least right. you know, you know, if nothing else. Just keep you know, you know, keep resetting your card or just let the card break. 
without too many wins on it. And you can just, you know, I, I basically, my goal was to let, you know, become flawed as quickly as possible and then just play out rounds and see what happens. <laughs> become flawed? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Become flawed as quickly as possible and then just play the rounds because I know I'm not going to go flawless. I, I don't want to play people who are going to be flawless. I just want to go and make the rank go up and turn on my bounties and earn rewards that way. So, yeah. <laughs> With additional ranks, it may be worth doing this weekend. It may not be, you know, you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Destiny 2 and Humble Bundle. Oh yeah. But you mentioned that earlier. So yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Oh yeah. So we do. Oh, that was a question I did have. How long does this run for? So you have until February 27th to redeem this. So again, not this Tuesday's reset. Mm -hmm. It's next. You have until next Tuesday's reset. Which is good because Humble Bundle usually only keeps these for anywhere between a day and a week. So, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah these, these tend to be very short. I mean, and Humble Bundle, if you for some reason have never heard of Humble Bundle, they've been doing you know bundles and stuff related to charity forever. Mm -hmm. So if you're going, what is this? Should I buy from here? Yes, they are a completely reputable, well-known place. Like this is not a sketchy like, oh, I'm going to buy it from this thing and my credit card will be stolen by everyone. Like Humble Bundle is great. They do all sorts of bundles, books, video games. You know, it's it's worth yep. checking out because they they do. They do all sorts of fun stuff. And not yeah. only that, but whenever you buy from them, they have different packs based on how much you donate. But let's say you want to get the Destiny DLC pack, but you're feeling generous. You can donate more than what the game is charging you or than what they're charging you for the game pack, right? So, and then it tells you, if I'm not mistaken, what money goes where. Um, yep. It's been a while since I've done it, but yeah. yeah. So you know where your money's going. It's not just, oh, we're donating it to charity. It tells you where it's going, you know? Yeah. So, I've used them for, God, I went to college in 20, in 2009, and it's what, 2024? So I've been using it for that number of years, because it's been around forever, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I back it up. It's a good company. They're not going to steal your stuff, but it is, it's a good place to go for video games. That's the only reason my Steam library is as big as it is, is because they're like, oh, do you want all the Street Fighters for $5? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Yeah. Will I ever play them? No. Yeah, but you'll own them. <laughs> They're also really great. Like they also do a lot of book bundles. Like they just had a big John Scalzi bundle yeah. with a bunch of his books, and, and also do a lot of like thematic bundles about this and that. So I mean, we're 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 not here shilling for humble bundle, but we're kind of shilling for humble bundle. Yeah, because I mean, because they, I mean, they if do. You got it, it's a good thing to show for. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like if you're gonna buy stuff, yeah, it does go to charity, and it does it does have you know like when you when you are checking out, like it does say like hey you know I would like. You know, you can like adjust your donation saying like, I want to give, you know, the default or I want to give extra to charity because some of this does go to the Bungie Foundation. So like if you are, you know, like say you are rolling up and saying for this bundle, not everybody for, the, for this bundle. Right, right. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. For yeah, for the Bungie games, you know, the charity is the Bungie Foundation. So you're not only getting the games, you're also helping Bungie a little bit. And yeah, you can basically say, here's how much I want to go to Bungie for the games. Here's how much I want to go to, of my, you know, donation and price to the foundation. And then here's how much it goes, you know, to Humble Bundle just to keep running, you know. You know, they have a little bit of cut of this too, but it's basically two hundred twenty nine dollars worth of DLCs. You could walk out $40. with forty dollars. Yeah, That's for forty dollars. So I mean and, and, and if you own some of it, basically, you know, they have you know, the six item bundle gets you Lightfall the in the annual pass, the Witch Queen, the thirtieth anniversary pack, Beyond Light, Shadow Keep, and the Forsaken Pack. So if you're like, give me everything. 40 bucks 
40 bucks. And, and your lifelong annual pass gives you Ghost of the Deep, gives you the Warlord's Ruin, the yep. Four Seasons, the launch during 2023. I mean, that basically gives you everything you can have that they haven't shoved in a vault somewhere. And I know somebody's going to be like, well, they gave it away free on whatever site that was not too long ago. And yes, they did. But yeah. I'm a Bunder's charity. So, yeah. and, and this is Steam. So, so, so if you did pick up things through the Epic Game Store, whether it was worth the, for free and you're going, this is a pain to, to figure out what I have, where, and where that license sits. I don't know how you PC people play your games. But instead of going, this is this is the story. Steam, ninety nine percent of the time, it's through Steam. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's one thing I want to say. You know, this this humble bundle is through Steam only. So you're not getting on PlayStation. It doesn't work on Xbox. This is through no. Steam, and you do have to have the free to play version. So again, if you've been playing on a console and, and have been waiting for a deal to say, I want to start playing this on PC, but I want to I don't have to buy two hundred twenty nine dollars worth of content I already own. Get the free to play version off of Steam. Buy the bundle for forty bucks, and you're there. You're all set. And if for yeah, if for some reason you don't need to or want to buy all of it because you have some of it, mm-hmm. I think eight dollars. If you're like, I just want the Forsaken Pack and Shadow Keep, because I think like some of the exotics and the wish, the wish token thing is like you know requires Forsaken or something. Eight dollars. Eight dollars gets you in the door for Shadow Keep in the Forsaken Pack. So, you know, if 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 you're playing on PC or have a friend you're trying to lure to play on PC with you, cheapest way to get in the door, and you have until. Uh, the 27th of February to do it. I might buy it just, just so I have it one of these days. So if I ever play on PC. Yeah. Also, for your knowledge, even things that aren't through Steam, you can add to Steam. There's an option where you can say, hey, add a third-party game to Steam. And mm. the license is still through the other game or whatever, but Steam will launch it for you. So oh, even then, Steam oh, will do everything for you. Yeah. Yeah, that was the thing I never really understood is like, I, obviously some things are through Steam, some things are through Epic Games, some things are through EA or yeah, whatever else. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if you need to have like the Epic Games launcher like on your machine and whatever, or just have it installed, but go Steam. Hey, I own this. I have a yeah. license to it. Just be aware of this. You will have to have the launcher, but it, when you tell Steam, hey, I I own Destiny, um, but then you say, hey, this is a third party thing, it will launch the .exe without having mm. to pop up the launcher for the Epic game store or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and then seems smart enough. Well, I guess at that point it's Bungie smart enough to know you own, you own this pack over here and this pack over, you know, like if you bought some things through Epic, Oh, Bungie will know. Through, through Steam, the Bungie will know here's what you have total. Yeah. You're not, you're not trying to remember. Oh, I can, I have to go this way to play this content, this way to play this. No, content. no, Bungie, no, Bungie no, just goes, no. You own it all? If you buy it through Epic, Epic is its own thing. Like I said, Steam will launch it for you, but it will not combine mm. it. Yes. Okay, so, so so if you got the 30th anniversary pack through Epic, but you play everything else on Steam, you, you should spend the handful of dollars to get the get the thing on Steam, and then you won't have to worry about it anymore. Yep, and again, <laughs> you're donating to charity, so it ain't bad. Yeah, nothing yep. wrong with that. Unless you hate people, in which case there's a lot wrong with it, but <laughs> we're assuming you guys don't. <laughs> we make a lot of assumptions here. We do, and we're just going to run with that until you tell us otherwise. Yeah, like a player support report. <gasps> so, they tell us all kinds of things. They do, right? Right now they're going to tell us that closer to the Heart Triumph information. So due to an issue related to the delay of the final shape, the closer to Heart Triumph located in Season of the Wishes Triumph area appeared earlier than intended. The mission that this will complete this Triumph will become available later in the season. So basically, uh, you can't do it yet because um, we delayed things and delays are hard. But guess um, what? Everyone. Everyone. We have new sub forums. 
Ooh. What's that? To help, us more, to help Bungie help you more efficiently in the help form. Oh, the help form. The, okay. There's now a fire team finder help and an accessibility help, which is kind of nice. So if you do have a fire team finder issue, you know, you can direct all your comments there. And if you're looking for specifically accessibility help, like if the colorblind settings still aren't colorblinding, you can raise those issues there and they won't be drowned out by everyone else complaining about everything else. Yeah. I mean, it only took them, what, a year to fix that? Yeah, Two years? and then break it, and then fix it, and then break it, and fix it. Yeah, but but who's who's really keeping track? I mean, right? Yeah. Um, you, you should claim your game to give rewards. If if you have those, you should claim them. So if you were one of the fundraisers who helped bring in more than hundred dollars in the recent campaign, uh, you should have received an email with a code for your earned rewards. Uh, redeem them. You should do that. If you can't find the email, uh, they have a link to submit a ticket. Go forth and do that. Uh, no. Hmm. So, so they have the known issues header and then goes right to, for a full list of issues, go to the known issues article. So apparently <laughs> none of, none of the issues that are known are worth talking about in the twelfth this week. That's they're just all, they're, they're all previously known issues. Yep. So there's nothing yeah. new and all the things that were here are still here. Congrats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything is still the same amount of broken that it was. The good, the bad and the ugly. Yeah, and, and we have a breathtaking ride for movies. We have some lovely artwork. And uh, yeah, and that's it for the Twid. There's a lot of sandbox changes. Uh, the community team hopes that um, we're hyped for what's to come, or at least not too upset about it. How are you doing in moments of triumph? I forgot that was even a thing that exists in the game. Have yep. you been farming some nice adept weapons for the nope. Grandmaster Nightfalls? Yes, unfortunately, but the wrong ones. <laughs> and uh, the Weekly Wish, Weekly Riven Wish things are still available. Yeah, I, I think other than moments of triumph popping up and being like, hey, you've earned a bunch of bunch of triumphs. Totally forgot it was even going on. Completely forgot that was a thing. But maybe you should put something in the game for us to do around it. Yeah, a little blinking light, something, you know. Or or just, yeah, because I, I literally forgot that was even happening at all because there's just zero indication of anything. I'd, I'd be hard-pressed yeah. to tell you what it is and what you should do for it. Or where to go to look or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Night Demon, on the other hand, is probably going to put right about here all of the things me and Perry, Perry, Parity just mentioned that we don't know how to tell you about. So that's just the kind of guy he is. He'll probably put, oh, you can find it here. You can look here. You can do this. This is what's available. Yada, 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 yada. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Or, so. or you won't have heard any of this because he will have just recorded the proper version with good information and just cut all of this out. So really, it's up to you, listener. You don't know what you're going to get. You're going to download an episode. There should be it's something not, there. It's not up to the, it's up to demon. It's, it's, that, it's, our, it's our treat to you. We, we made you a show. What part of that show you get? Really? It's up to the nice British man. He decides mm-hmm. who can say and who will go. He is like the claw. The claw. The claw. You know who else is like the claw respawn? Uh, me? Yeah, you are absolutely like the claw. I knew because it. you you decide who will, who who can go to patreon.com slash tth and who cannot. Step Orbit absolutely can. That man cannot be threatened with a good time. We have tried. We we have run out of threats. It just simply can't be done. Yeah. The Otter Dance Troop of the T-Rex King, the Scarlet KM, BHS Nightcrawler, Mellow Mally, and Dedicated OM64 are glorious dancers. Dancers, dodgers, you know, we're not really too particular with the terms here because they're being pummeled by grenades. These fine folks have taken Shaq's screaming to throw more grenades directly to heart. Carter's 2782, 
Golden God 1562, Noble. Noble, who tells me every week that I don't say his name. But I say your name. It's right there. Noble. Basically, Salt, Zombie Pops, Renard Collant, Fire Squad 1688, and Coderson 105. You are our glorious grenade throwers. And then finally, we have Deacon's Day 1 Ray team, who Deacon approves of each and every one of you. Dimwi, Gravy Jeff, and PP Pipe. You are doing your best. You are learning under the tutelage of Deacon to become the greatest Day 1 Raid Raiders ever to exist. Well, thank you to each and every one of you for appreciating us, because we appreciate you. And thank you very much. If you would like to be one of our lovely patrons, patreon.com slash TTH. And we, too, will appreciate you in all the good ways. So, I, 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 I know YouTube exists. Uh-huh. I know people made videos for it this week. Uh-huh. I can't really say I've watched any of them, because it's yeah. been... Uh, it, it's been one of those weeks where you're like, oh, this will be easy. And then, and then everything is just fire. I am the dog sitting in the room saying this is fine. Yeah. That's, that's how this week went. So I'm sure there are some videos out there. I'm sure they're lovely. I don't really have any for you. Anything you've watched. I, I can't even do that across video because he's doing power <laughs> world stuff. So I'm just like, um, <laughs> dude, you're like my lifeline to just saying stuff. <laughs> I need you to, I mean, Power World's great and all, but uh, I need you to give me some Destiny content there, bud. <laughs> so no, I can't, I can't even reach out to him anymore. <laughs> so he, he, here are our top 10 Power World videos for this now. <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's we're at the point of the season, we're, we're about to get a fresh new batch of changes, fresh new batch of videos. You know, again, we just talked about all these changes coming to the game. Lots of people will tell you, hey, this gun was terrible, now it's great. Hey, this gun was great, now it's terrible. Hey, this rolls with target lock on it. Go play Gambit. This is my video for you this week. Go play Gambit. Oh, that's why I'm playing Gambit. I was just thinking to myself, go why earn break I here? Yeah. Breaknecks. Yeah. Go get breaknecks. All of the breaknecks. Get yourself a fine collection of breaknecks. And then I think this is where we, where we bid you all a fond farewell and say thank you for joining us. Your Titan is parody, and your Hunter is no one responds in real life. Night Demon is on holiday, and will be back with us likely next week, unless he just says, you know what? I'm never coming back. I'm done. I'm free. But free he's not going to say that. Because as a bird now. Sorry. Hey, a song break is always worth it. Because Respawn, my team is actually sitting there making lots of lovely YouTube videos, telling the good people about the show, telling the good people about what, what Ada One can give you, what you should be wearing, what's in the Eververse. If you've got feedback for the show, two times in a hundred, hotmail.com, you can find this show wherever you find your podcasts. Just type two times in a hundred into a search box, and there we are, with our lovely neon dragons waiting to welcome you in. You should follow the show on YouTube for each new episode, weekly update video, and all the live streams. Two times in a hundred.com will get you to the show itself, all of the show notes, and all the things we mentioned, the links we point you to, and uh, all those wonderful sites that make Destiny the community community that it is. If you'd like to join the Otter Dance Group, threaten us with a good time, or throw more grenades. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash TTH. If you're looking for more casual encounter, toss 19 and a nice coffee, ko-fi.com slash two titans and a hunter. And if you'd like the thrill of live action, spicy language, live shows where we deeply, deeply struggle to read words, twitch.tv slash no one responds in real life. He also does things that aren't this, so you should go watch those too. And periodically, the 19 man streams at twitch.tv slash two titans and a hunter. So go to those places, hit subscribe, subscribe, hit the bell, and you all know when they go live, because I don't know. They don't know, but you'll know. And uh, respawn, unless you've fallen asleep on us. I'm here. Tell the good people goodbye. Let everybody induces, everybody.
Noble fell asleep listening. <laughs> so we can we can put you to sleep with Destiny content, or we can provide it. It's all the same. Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. 